7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi there, everybody. A happy, uh, well, guess what? It's staycation for Kenny Pick, uh, starting right now. It started about an hour and 30 minutes ago, and today is 10-4, 10-4, good buddy, 2019, October 4th, and this is Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition, the staycation edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans, and some of those humans joining me tonight on the program, not to mention all you lovely humans in the chat room, uh, but Joe Santorza is back with us. Welcome, Joe. Joe uh, we call him Scrantorza sometimes, because, you know, there ain't no party like a Scranton party. Hey, hey. I didn't do it, <clears throat> and if I did it... <laughs> <laughs> if i did it it's okay uh and well, uh sure in fact i did it and so what and yeah. uh everybody should do it sure why not yeah. makes perfect sense and uh of course uh joining me as always rain and bobber are off tonight and and next friday uh but sitting in for them tonight uh the both equally lovely and talented miles and michelle lagon port st Lucie, both on loan from mike check radio uh, greetings, Miles, uh, our galaxy master. Indeed, and I did do it. I dude it. Dude you did it. do it? Dude. So I, I did it. <laughs> now I'm looking. And I dude it again. Uh, well, yeah, sure. I've done it. And, and, of course, Miles Lagon, the rogue DM. Welcome. Well, it's Michelle Lagon, the rogue DM, but that's okay. <laughs> what did Friday. I say? So. Did I say Michelle? Didn't I say Michelle <laughs> Lagon? Oh, no, oh, my God. Miles. <laughs> Michelle Lagon. I am so flattered. I'm an idiot. I am so flattered. I, I, I'm glad to we all know who did it. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I didn't. I, no, I didn't call you Miles. I called you Michelle, but I did call you Miles, but I didn't. And it's okay. Cause, um, see, I'm just I'm copping. Uh, uh, Joe's. Uh, yeah, we. We all know who did it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Welcome, welcome. Thank you uh, for subbing uh, tonight. And Adam Hebert might join us later. I don't know. I got a very nebulous answer from him last Tuesday. I can't remember. Can't remember what he said. A lot of things going on. Well, if he does come on, I'm going to treat myself to another Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. You could. Uh, I'll allow it, even if he doesn't. <laughs> so. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Well, Joe, um, it, it's been a big week. And uh, I'm sure there were probably a few things you wanted to say on, on Tuesday that you weren't able to. Because, I mean, and who can keep up with this, you know, open, you know, the, the, this open sewer of, of Trump cult uh, 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 nonsense that's flowing into our streets? 
you will never find a more wretched hive. You <laughs> 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 will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is true. This is true. Thank you, Obi-Wan. Right. Um, That's right. Uh, you know, I wish we had Obi-Wan as our only hope, but fortunately, it looks like we have Congress as a, a good hope. And mm. um, so now, Joe, uh, th- there's been more revelations, and I know you and Rain have been keeping up on this very well, but there mm. was a series of text messages that have been mm. turned over to uh, Congress. Mm-hmm. And right. they are from uh, ambassadors, and you know, American ambassadors to Ukraine, uh, mm. whatnot. And... Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not helping Trump's cause. No. Uh, first, let's uh, clarify something. Only one of them is an ambassador. Two okay. of them are Trump appointees. Okay. okay? Including the guy that testified uh, on uh, yesterday. Oh, um, and Vogler? Turned off. Is that mm-hmm? Kurt Vogler? Kurt yeah. Vogler, right. Kurt Volker, well, yeah, Volker. He, um, he's a Trump appointee, and that other guy, Sondheim, Sondheim, whatever. He, uh, he was a Trump contributor. He gave over a million dollars to Trump's inaugural. So, these are party loyalists. Okay, Um, the only uh, uh, Taylor is the only career diplomat, and he's the one that I'm most interested in. He's the one that raised the prospect that he was against quid pro quo. Uh, and when he brought it up, the guy said, uh, call me. In other words... He did a CYA text. Exactly. And subsequent to that, there was a text that says, as per my phone call, <laughs> I am not comfortable... This is Taylor. I am not comfortable with withholding military aid for a political campaign. And that's Oops. when the other guy responded with some legalese that, oh, well, he's been clear. There is no quid pro quo. So apparently on the phone call, they discussed quid pro quo because he referred to it. Taylor did. I would love to hear from Taylor. I'm hoping yeah. they somehow get him to, because he's the only honest broker here. Well, I got to say Volker was honest, but only because he got caught. Yeah, because he he was also for all the praise he gets from everyone on MSNBC and CNN that he was always a great upstanding guy. He was an enabler, and he helped Giuliani, you know, enforce his little uh, conspiracy theory with with the the uh, with the, the Ukrainians. So the only honest broker in this, and the only one I would call a diplomat, is Taylor. So I just wanted yeah. to clarify that. No, no, I it appreciate that. It would not surprise me if Volkler had already a um, criminal defense lawyer, and that defense lawyer is advising him, look, you've got to be a, <laughs> you know, be above board. And Well, yeah, uh, I think there's merit <laughs> to that, Miles, and I, I think that's the point. I think, I think that's why last Friday night, while we were on the air, go. he resigned. Yep. As soon as he was implicated, because he knew that those text messages are out there. And he knew that Rudy Giuliani already was using that text as his defense, that now, it was, now, Mike, that was, was egging him on. 
again, again. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's. I, I, I think you're right, Miles. I think that's that's the point. Michelle. And my question is: it a criminal defense lawyer or is it a criminal defense lawyer? <laughs> oh, now I told you guys I was trying to eat a sandwich here, and now you're calling me out on yeah. all these drops. Uh, here we go. Yes, uh, uh, yes. There, here we go. Well, Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, now I'm looking for the. I don't know if I have the egg on one queued up or not. I, I got be best. Be best. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I don't have to do for now. Um, so uh, now, now we're finding out other stuff here about this before whistleblower stuff ever was being talked about before these texts for any of that. Did any of you happen to hear about Republican Senator Ron Johnson in mm-hmm. his interview with the Wall Street yep. Journal today? Yep. Well, this is from, did, no. did hear that. Yes, Col- sir. Colby Hall, this news story broke about 2, 2.25 p.m. on Mediaite. Of course, it w- broke earlier uh, on the uh, Wall Street Journal. Uh, you know, that, that right wing or that, that left wing uh, rag, the Wall Street Journal. Uh, but Colby Hall writes, um, uh, GOP senator reveals he confronted Trump about whether Ukraine aid was tied to investigations. Republican Senator Ron Johnson revealed in an interview with the Wall Street Journal that he w- he was told of the Trump administration's withholding of military aid to U- Ukraine in return for certain types of investigations. He was told that. It, this And again, before the whistleblower, he says, according uh, to the Journal report, Johnson first learned of the situation from U.S. ambassador uh, to Europe, um, uh, to the European Union, uh, Gordon Sondland, Sondland. Um, yeah, who was on part of the text, who told him that aid to Ukraine was tied to the desire by Mr. Trump and his allies to have uh, Kiev undertake investigations in uh, to the 2016 U.S. elections. After learning of this, Johnson confronted Fat Donald. Uh, per the, that, I, the, I put that in the Fat Donald. Um, <laughs> per the journal. And said the president denied such an arrangement had existed. Mr. Johnson raised the issue with Mr. Trump in a phone call on August 31st, uh, August 31st, shortly before the senator was due to meet with Ukrainian President uh, Zelensky. In the call, Trump flatly rejected the notion that he directed aides to take military aid to Ukraine, contingent on a new investigation by Kiev, um, Mr. Johnson said. Mr. Johnson, who supported uh, supports aid to Ukraine and his uh, chairman of a Senate subcommittee with uh, jurisdiction um, over the region, uh, said Mr. Trump was adamant on the issue. He said, expletive deleted. <laughs> no way. I would never do that. Who told you that? The Wisconsin senator recalled. Mr. Johnson told Mr. Trump that he had learned of the arrangement from Mr. Sondland. Yeah. Mr. Johnson's account, coupled with uh, a release of uh, text messages uh, involving Mr. Sondland by three House committees late last Thursday, showed Trump administration officials believe there was a link between Trump's decision in July to order a hold on nearly $400 million in aid to Ukraine and his interest in having Ukraine investigate election interference and Democrat Joe Biden. 
Mr. Trump ordered the hold a week before he spoke to Zelensky on the July 25th. On July 25th, uh, a call which he pressed Mr. Zelensky in uh, to investigate Biden and election interference. At issue in the impeachment inquiry recently uh, launched by Speaker Nancy Pelosi is the allegation that Trump pushed foreign countries to dig up dirt on his political rival Joe Biden. Trump also pushed Ukraine to pursue investigations into interference in the 2016 election based on a conspiracy theory that Russia did not, uh, in fact, hack the DNC. Uh, so anyway, that's just all, all recap stuff. So isn't that interesting that August 31st, I mean, that's a month and almost a, half, a month and a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, I am. This is a this is a slow motion avalanche, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> here's, a, here, here's the lesson there, though. Ron Johnson knows this, and he knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Ron Johnson was told it was wrong, and he was told by one of the ambassadors what was going on. And Ron Johnson still supports Donald Trump. Oh yeah, this is this is not a problem with Donald Trump. This is a problem with the Republican Party. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it, uh, the, it. He's not the only one that knew something was wrong. There was a reason. They tried to hide it on a, a secure server, hidden deep, deep. Yeah, there's a lot of people that knew it was wrong. Yeah, but 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 what what bothers me about this whole thing is that it it not it it, it is more apparent than ever that no matter what this man does, no matter what the the impeachment inquiry digs up, and I mean no matter what. Mm-hmm. They will defend him and they will acquit him in the Senate, which is fine with me, because then they will be on, on, on notice that all the things that were dug up during the investigation, they're okay with. And I want to yeah. run on that next year. I want them on record as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> now we have gotten a little bit of pushback. Well, actually, no, before we get to that. Let's um, let's play this latest thing because Trump is basically saying now that what I did was totally on the up and up. I have no evidence. All I'm going to do is go out in front of the press and say, you know, Biden's crooked. You know, uh, you know, his son is crooked. And and you're, you know, uh, well, actually, shit. I have the audio of that. Yeah. So, um. Uh, and he he begged China to start uh, investigating Biden the other day. Um, I think this is a, a hella prompter speech. I would think that if they were honest about it, they'd start a major investigation into the Biden. It's a very simple answer. Uh, they should investigate the Bidens because how does a company that's newly formed and all these companies, if you look at and by the way, likewise. China should start an investigation into the Biden because what happened in China is just about as bad as what happened with uh, with Ukraine. So I would say that President Zelensky, if it were me, I would recommend that they start an investigation into the Biden because nobody has any doubt 
that they weren't crooked. That was a crooked deal, 100%. He had no knowledge of energy, didn't know the first thing about it. All of a sudden, he's getting $50,000 a month, plus a lot of other things. Nobody has any doubt. And they got rid of a prosecutor who was a very tough prosecutor. They got rid of him. Now they're trying to make it the opposite way, but they got rid. So if I were the president, I would certainly recommend that of Ukraine. I'm sure that President Xi does not like being under that, that kind of scrutiny where billions of dollars is taken out of his country by a guy that just got kicked out of the Navy. He got kicked out of the Navy. All of a sudden, he's getting billions of dollars. You know what they call that? They call that a payoff. No, payoff is what your daddy did to to the doctor to say you had bone spurs to never serve in the military. That's a payoff. A payoff is the Chinese giving your daughter copyright. 14 of them, I believe. (laughs) 14 of them. Yeah, that's payoff. So, all right, so now he's begging China to do it. Go ahead. Trump does have, uh, he put this little nugget in there because Biden's son, yeah, there is this little bit of, yeah, his son knew nothing about gas. And his uh, being on that company does raise questions and eyebrows. So that's that little nugget of truth, but it does not take away from his breaking the law of asking for some, a political favor in exchange for, which is clearly illegal. Well, it's what? symbolic that I he mean, was in that company. It's just like, do you think the, the Trump yes. children know anything about property management or construction or hiring and firing no, or anything? That's, that's the thing. It, 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 Trump's accusation has a sl- just the sliver of legitimacy, but that's what he's saying is excusing his criminal behavior, and it doesn't. Not a bit. So, uh, Michelle, well, I heard you... Uh, I heard you laughing there, Michelle. Did you uh, care to chime in a little bit? Uh, I just... The reason why I was laughing is just the amount... Everything that comes out of his mouth, you have to fact check. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> most true. of it's not true. I would say 98.9% of it's not true. And the rest of it is just Spittle. Tinged enough to get things his way. Yeah. <laughs> the rest that comes out is just right. spittle and bile. That, that, that's why I was laughing. I, Joe. I do enjoy, though, his... I'm sorry, go ahead. Joe, what were you going to say? I just following up what Miles said. I, that, that's a typical... That's the, the formula for conservative echo chambers. They'll take a kernel of truth. Yeah. And build an entire fictional story around it and then refer to that kernel. Yeah. And that's okay. exactly, you know, like Trump's son Hunter worked for a company that was being investigated by the Ukrainian uh, prosecutors. Yeah. Well, that's that's all true. However, you know, when you look at the, the fine print and the details, none of it adds up. So, yes, they always do take a kernel of truth and then build their conspiracy around it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now, now, this this one, this one got me. Because you remember Little Marco? 
you know, little Marco, who, who, yes. who was the one who decided to say that Trump had small hands and implied that he had a uh, uh, small penis as well. Don't say uh, penis in this house! Uh, well, Rubio, he, he's gone uh, He's gone full uh, soul-swallowing uh, as Ted Cruz at this point. Because Rubio was asked about this. And you heard, Trump kept going back to it saying oh president xi you know he should know and you know uh, you know i would look at it it's as big a scandal if not bigger than than ukraine you know i mean he kept nailing it just driving this point home that yes china absolutely should investigate and what did rubio have to say about it i i seriously this guy has uh, this is like worse than ted cruz at this point this is so fucked up do you think it's okay for President Trump to ask China to launch an investigation of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden? I don't know if that's a real request or him just uh, needling the press, knowing that you guys were going to get outraged by it. Uh, he's gotten—he's pretty good at getting everybody you. fired up, and he's been doing that for a while. And the media responded uh, right on, uh, right on, right on task. You're one of the loudest critics of China and its human rights abuses. I mean, is it okay for him to ask to say that? I don't think it's a real request. I think again, I think he did it to gig you guys. I think he did it to provoke you to ask me and others and get outraged by it. Um, like I said, I mean, he, he plays it like a violin and everybody falls right into it. That's not a real request. Bullshit, it wasn't a real request. Bullshit, it wasn't a real request. That was just as real as everything he's been saying about Ukraine. He really wants this to happen. He really wants these countries to interfere in the 2020 election. Absolutely. He didn't do it he's, to he's own. admitted as such. Yeah, he didn't do it to own the fake news or own the libs. No. And he Norway. Did. Hey, if Norway has some information, I think I'd listen to it. Uh, yeah, you know, this is the same guy that said he wouldn't go to the FBI if if he was, you know, if somebody approached him. And lo and behold, what's he doing? He he's not using our law enforcement agencies. He, he's just like. You know, uh, using Barr as his personal lawyer in, in conjunction with Ju Giuliani and then those other two freaks from Fox News um, that um, the, the De Genova, is that who it was, and his wife, Joe? De Genova. Yeah, De Genova. Yeah. yeah. Victoria Tensing. Oh, those guys are such fucking scum oh. suckers. They That's are absolute, me. just bottom of the barrel catfish scum sucking freaks um and and liars oh lying like the day is long um but yeah so i mean michelle you heard trump say that and go back to it when he was asked more about it in screaming and yelling about you know well he was it why you know why did he get so much money he got fired from the navy and blah, blah, you know i mean he, it wasn't he wasn't making a joke Nope. Did you did you get any jest out of that? Um. Yeah. Well, what I understand about this whole situation is, well, see, I have. I'm give you a little bit of background. I worked at a movie theater for quite a few years, and I learned how to run a projector. <laughs> and it seems like Trump knows how to run a projector too, or at least he knows how to project his own failings mm -hmm. and uh, law breaking on other people to try to get the blame away from himself. Yeah. So, 
and and just the That's simple fact. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just the simple fact that you know he, he's you know he's I saw the video. He wasn't joking. And and okay, all right. This is a problem because when a joke, when you can't tell. When the leader of the free world, oh God, that gives me chills. When you can't tell nope. if he is joking, lying, or saying what he truly believes in his heart of hearts, that's a problem. That's a yeah. problem because when you don't, you know, uh, Obama told jokes. You knew when Obama told a joke. Trump can't tell jokes. You know? Even and then, Reagan had trouble. Yeah, well, Reagan was Reagan a lot. Had that one joke that they just outlawed communism and the bombing starts in five minutes. Russia literally went to their equivalent of like DEFCON yeah, four two yeah. or whatever. But uh, <laughs> uh, there was literally. nothing in there. I don't. You know that wasn't a real request. He just did it to own the press. He just he just did it to mess with you guys, and you fell for it. Look at you, you stupid people. You fell for it, and you know no. He has the biggest fucking pulpit in the world, and he's telling jokes or trying to own the press. And, and, and you know, speaking, he spoke about this that with the same aggressiveness he's been speaking with about Ukraine. There's no indication he was joking. There is no indication he was joking or joshing around or trying to own the libs or whatever. Fucking stupid. So, Rubio, I mean, for him to say that, what a piece of garbage. Just subhuman filth. So, Joe, uh, you want uh, you got anything to say about little Marco? I, I think you summed it up pretty well. Yeah, I mean, um, man, talk about... This is what I was saying about the Republican Party. The, mm -hmm. the, 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 there's, there's absolutely no rela attachment to reality. None. Zero. No. They have no shame. And they will excuse anything that comes up. Anything. Uh, I, so <clears throat> you know, I think I think uh, Rachel Maddow put it best today when she was with Nicole Wallace. She said, "Picture if he ran over somebody in a crosswalk and killed them, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? The first thing he would yeah. say is he didn't do it, right? I never I never drove a car. I never was never was near a crosswalk." Then when, when th th there was a, a video of it, he would say they would attack then the guy that they that he killed, saying, well, he shouldn't have been in the crosswork, and he was drunk, and he was a known drug user. And then when they disprove all of that, he would say, the whole Republican Party would say, first of all, we always were against crosswalks anyway, yeah. so this is a nothing burger. Yes. yes. And that's how it evolves. And that's exactly yeah. what they're going to do with this, you know. Well, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. So, uh, because I think public outrage is growing, as we will find out when we, uh, as we as we progress on the show, we we have more uh, reaction from people. Uh, got some really good audio from Dan Abrams. I want to play when we come back, um, relating to what he Trump said about China and the texts. So, um, but yeah. Lots of good stuff. Thank you once again, Miles and Michelle, for subbing for Rain and Bobber tonight. And sure, sure. And good to have you back with us, Joe. So let's go ahead and hit the break. 
Be right back with lots more. Turn up the night. Ooh, it's October. The monster must live. More power, Igor. More power. That time can get up as much as I can. Yes, yes, that's it, Igor. This night must be turned up. Yes, master. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Yes, master. That was a bad idea, Igor. Get the torches. Turn up the night, Igor. Get the torches, Igor. Make me a breakfast bird. What was that, Igor? Yes, master. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Pick.
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. When was the last time you were afraid? Really afraid? Brace yourself for the sound of terror. It comes every time you hear IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. My mic's a little hot. Uh, Welcome back to it. Of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa. Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hello there. Hello. Hello there. And I thought, aren't you? Aren't you glad I found my my Halloween drops and all that? Yes, I am. I yeah. I, I feel frightened. What? Yeah. Totally are, you, frightened. are you spooked? Uh, I am spooked. And of course, uh, the coming up this month, a very special uh, special event happened uh, a few years back. And that is that uh, Miles and Michelle are on uh, uh, exchange vows on Halloween night or Halloween day. I don't Indeed. know. If it was, yeah, was it Halloween night? Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Was it, it an evening? Yes, it was at night. Yes, it was a nice. Friday, and uh, yeah. So we had an owl wing bearer, so, a ring bearer. So there you go. Wow, an owl ring bearer. That's awesome. Yes. And of course, yes. Michelle Lagarde. An animal Lucy. rescue had an owl and uh, flew the ring in. Yeah, so it was a very, yeah. That's crazy talk. That's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, it'll be 22 years this year. 22. All right. So we're, we're just a, we're a little less than a year behind you guys. So, uh, well, early and congratulations. There's, a, there's, a, there's another special day on Monday, too. Oh, wait, is it one of your guys' birthdays on Monday? 
Yep, the handsome man that asked, well, who let me ask for his hand in marriage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at that. So when where's where's he? Oh, oh, oh Miles, you mean? Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So <laughs> uh, I'm pushing buttons for uh, for Adam. So excellent. Uh, uh, trying, trying. Uh, oh, speaking of Adam. Oh, yeah, I forgot I made this this promo. Uh, the the uh, I just want to play this because I haven't heard it in a year. This man's name is Adam Hebert. He lived in Chicago, Illinois. He now resides at the State Mental Hospital. We are saddened to tell you that this tragic condition was brought on when Mr. Hebert attended the world premiere of our triple nightmare of horror program, Indie Media Weekly. Well, there you go. Adam's at this. a little fun with that one i forgot about that so uh i love it yeah so we'll play that for him later uh so i guess he's coming on when he gets home from work is what he said in the chat room so whenever that is uh all right so let's go ahead and get back into our audio um and oh yes i have an appointment to talk to the live 365 uh individual named wes on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So I'm going to be talking about getting our license back because I want Halloween music back. I didn't realize how badly I missed it until it was October, and I was like, where's my music? Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it'll happen. Um, uh, anyway, uh, you know, the worst-case scenario is I'll try it until the end of the year, and if it ends up being too expensive, then I'll say, oh, we can't afford it. Um, so anyway, uh, Dan Abrams had, uh, some, uh, a very interesting insight, um, on CBS, um, um, whatever this morning or whatever uh, with George Stephanopoulos. And, uh, I, I really, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for Dan Abrams. Um, he kind of got it a little bit wrong on the Mueller report, but everybody else did too, because it was damning. There was obstruction of justice. And everybody's like, oh, totally 100% exonerated. No, no, bullshit. 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 Uh, very damning, very damning. But um, this is what Abrams is now saying about the uh, China, Ukraine, the texts, everything. It's kind of a long clip, not that long, about a minute and a half. Here we go. We're talking about China. Uh, this comes on the heels of the president congratulating China on the 70th anniversary of communism. Um, and this is a country where you're in the middle of trade talks, right? The allegation in Ukraine is held up funds in exchange for promises about investigation of Biden. Now they're involved in trade talks with China. And again, it makes you have to ask the question, is this connected in some way, shape or form to any of the negotiations? But when you take a step back and you say the president of the United States is requesting China and Ukraine to investigate the former vice president of the United States, right? Put aside the politics for a minute. The former vice president of the United States, right? He's asking China and Ukraine to investigate him, not based on something where the president is saying, here's the evidence we have. He's saying, please find me the evidence. Please help me. Please help me find something here that I can potentially use, because the problem right now, and let's bring it back to the Bidens for a second, is there is no evidence of Joe Biden engaging in wrongdoing ding, in ding, Ukraine ding. or in China. You can talk about whether Hunter Biden should have been on the board or shouldn't have been on the board, et cetera. 
That's a separate question from do they have evidence against Joe Biden? And a separate question from is it just on its face an abuse of presidential power to invite foreign interference in our elections? Of course. I mean, look, it, this is exactly what they seem to be saying wasn't true about what the whistleblower was saying at first, right? There was distance from the whistleblower. Now the president is effectively confirming what the whistleblower said. You don't even need the whistleblower once you've got these texts and you've got this statement. You've got what the whistleblower was alleging. Right there. You've got the texts. There it is. Trump's statement. You know, Mm -hmm. and then you have these idiots out there. Joni Ernst is one of the latest. Oh, well, you have to understand what the whistleblower said was second and third hand information. It's the same. It doesn't matter if, if, you know, here's the thing. I didn't write the song Rising Force by Ingve J. Malmsteen. I didn't, but I've heard it, and I can tell you every lyric in it. Okay? Out of the darkness, the voices are calling, riding the wings of a song. The fury is screaming, and heaven is falling. I feel it coming on strong. I know every word for that song, but I didn't... He wasn't in the room when they wrote it. Jesus, God, how stupid is that? I, I mean, how utterly stupid is this that, you know, they're... they're well... First, you know, it's, oh, it's not first-hand information, so it's not credible. It's all been confirmed by the goddamned White House. Every last bit of it. The server. The you know, I mean, what they're saying is, oh well, you know, tr- what Trump is saying is, oh well, he mischaracterized the conversation. It was a perfect conversation. It was a beautiful conversation. No, no, no. There was no pressure. Even the president said there was no pressure. The president of Ukraine said there's no pressure. No pressure. No, it's not like you were sitting on his chest. But, you know, it was, you know, what Trump did, again, is English for quid pro quo. (laughs) It's so maddening. It's so maddening that that, that's, you know, that's the hill they're going to die on. That it was, oh, well, you know, second, third hand information. And we've got these Mm. texts now. We've got the texts. And and they've they've gotten on this other the Federalist had a had an article has been pushing this conspiracy theory that the uh, whistleblower complaint form that you make that you make the uh, complaint on was changed because the original form said you had, you couldn't file one unless you had firsthand information, mm-hmm. which was completely debunked. Yes. Uh, the inspector general came out and says that that's not true. First of all, it was not changed. What it was is that the wording on it was clarified to allow secondhand information. Okay. It all has to be verified anyway. So secondhand mm-hmm. information yep. was always and is always acceptable in a, a whistleblower complaint. So that that's one thing. The second thing is I love the way, like I'm reading in the Washington Post today, that there's an article about giving four Pinocchios to uh, Adam Schiff for saying he never talked to the whistleblower or whatever. This is a distraction. Oh, yeah, that. I forgot. I, I totally forgot about that because it's not really an issue. That, that, this is a distraction. Whether he misrepresented what happened or didn't whether he paraphrased during the hearing 
what the president said on the phone or didn't is irrelevant. Let's keep our focus media on what is going on here. What we know is a fact. It doesn't matter what shifted. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how he misrepresented what how it originally started. All that matters is did this man commit a crime? Yes. Do yeah. we have evidence he committed the crime? Yes. yes. Did he admit to committing a crime? Yes. Did he mm-hmm. tell us he was going to continue to commit crimes like it? Yes. Sure did. That's all that matters. That's yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna. I, you get an amen for that, Joe, because that's that's exactly you amen. know what I've been thinking too. Amen. Especially, okay. Did did the whistleblower talk to to Schiff? Yes. And guess what? He was referred to do the absolute right thing and do it on the up and up, unlike anybody in the Trump cult. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, okay. Well, you want to do this the right way. You know, or somebody on his staff, or you know, whatever. However, yeah. it went down. You know, Schiff like put on the brakes and said, "You need to do this the right way." First of all, two things: he should. It's get not a crime. Cases. Knowledge isn't a crime in, in this case. No, not you know, no. knowledge of no. somebody else's crime and then acting to make sure it is handled correctly. That ain't a crime. And it's standard practice. They said yeah. this is common that a whistleblower will go to a committee member first. And it wasn't a committee member. It was a staffer. One staffer. Yeah. He was a. He has approached one staffer, told him a brief outline of what it was. The staffer then did the right thing and said, "You should get an, go to an attorney, and go to the proper channels and file a whistleblower complaint." Yeah. The next thing he did was to go to the attorneys for the CIA, who then made a criminal referral after they looked at it. Mm-hmm. That we that's getting swept under the rug too. That was never acted on by the Department of Injustice. Yeah, really. And when when he saw that that CIA attorney wasn't doing anything, and that there was some stonewalling going on, then and only then did he go and file his whistleblower complaint. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everything was handled properly. He did everything by the book, and in, in effect. Schiff never talked to the whistleblower. Schiff does not know who the whistleblower is. And Schiff was never told the details of the whistleblower complaint. Yeah. That never happened. That never happened. A staffer was approached and was told the right thing to do. There you go. Uh, and that's it. Interesting tweet um, from Robert Reich. I retweeted this earlier. Uh, he solicits foreign leaders to interfere in our election. He threatens whistleblowers and invokes uh, the possibility of civil war. He calls for MOCs to leave the country. Uh, he cages children and uses violent rhetoric uh, to describe immigrants. All this and barely a peep from the GOP. So, you know, they're, they're, so they're okay with his criminality, but not okay if somebody else knows about it. If a Democrat knows that he's a criminal. It's like, that's a crime if you learn about Trump's crimes, Miles. Yeah. It, I, <laughs> it, it's bizarro world. It, I, I, I don't know where to go. I mean, here's the... This is so... Let me just talk about... Yeah, it is awesome. 
I'm going to talk <laughs> about how the Republicans are, because from what I, I, I've heard someone say that the uh, news people out there, the interviewers, are having difficulty booking Republicans to get on the show. And so this is a, um, a good thing. It, it really is. It's, it's wonderful. Because it, you know that the, that's a sign that the Republicans are hedging their bets. It would be normal, expected of them to um, jump to his defense. But because they're hesitating, it shows that they are very <clears throat> aware of how bad the optics look. Gotcha. And they are they are being cautious just to leave themselves and out. And so that's a good sign for us. Um, all right. Uh, Michelle, did you want to chime in on, on this before we uh, move along? No, I'm good. All right. Sorry, I'm getting worked up, Michelle. I <laughs> just it's it, okay. These these idiots just make me so goddamn mad. Um. Well, here, if if anybody had any question where Mike Pence landed on any of this, uh, with Trump investigating Biden, well, he's just as much of a criminal as Trump. I think the American people have a right to know if the Vice President of the United States or his family profited from his position as vice president during the last administration. That's about looking backwards and, and, and understanding what really happened. Wait, wait, wait a second. Did he say looking backwards is good? Apparently so. Because don't they always say looking, but don't look backwards, look to the future. That happened in the past. It's not yeah. worth going over, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, uh, what, what what was Pence's full statement on the Access Hollywood video? Did he give one? No. Fucking and asshole. as a matter of fact, that's why during an inauguration day, when he went to kiss his wife, she said, "Don't bother. You got what you wanted." She was pissed at him. Yeah. Yeah. Because she wanted him to drop out at that point. Yeah, that's uh. So, yeah, so Pence is okay with uh, Trump's uh, criminality uh, and just is aping everything he, he says at this point. And it's like, all right, great. So, uh, I mean, just nothing in there. Nothing in there. It just, it, it, you know, this guy is so, oh, my God. I, this makes me so mad. This makes me so mad because the phoniness, the phoniness of these people who pretend to be like ultra pious Christians. And I just want to remind any any of these guys who, who think, you know, the Ten Commandments are totes for real and you, you shouldn't, you know, so lying, I just want to remind them, lying is not qualified as being any better or worse than murder. All right? There's no sliding scale or scoring system within the Ten Commandments, right? There is the unforgivable sin of denying Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I think that is the only unforgivable sin 
in the Bible, um, if I'm not mistaken. Anybody else out there who is a Christian can can let me know. But um, the, uh, the as for the Ten Commandments, breaking one is like breaking them all. From my understanding, uh, and I've heard that a lot from like evangelicals, Baptists, you know, if you break one, you might as well have broken them all. You might as well have killed somebody if you, if you, you know, bore false witness. But, you know, they think that bearing false, you know, they, 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 they lie so much that they've convinced themselves that they're doing something good. And they don't realize their lies will end up getting someone killed. So essentially, their lies could be murder. It, it, you know, uh, it, when, you know, they're, they're, uh, trying to, I don't know, out, uh, you know, um, a whistleblower because they want to justify their lies. Right. Yeah. So uh, the, just the phoniness of these, these guys who, who pretend to be Christians and, you know, they're, and they're all out there though, slinging, slinging around, Oh, godless libs, baby killers, whatever. Um, no, 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 no. You guys are the ones who always seem to swallow your souls just so you can say, oh, well, the pussy grabber was appointed by God and I got to go along with him and do whatever. He just is my God now. Why not? Forget about the God of the Bible. I have a God made of, you know, made flesh here in front of me. There was, you know, uh, divine intervention sent from the heavens above in reality TV in the birther movement. <laughs> I mean, you can't get more demonic than this. And I don't want to say satanic. I want to say demonic. Let me just say that. Let me quote Hector Barbaros Barbosa, okay? From Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. The Ten Commandments, they ain't so much uh, commandments as they are guidelines. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, me let me quote Marcus Aurelius from The Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys hear about that story? Did, did you guys yeah. hear about Eric, Eric yes. Trump's special, I mean, op-ed? Um... Uh, I thought First of it was, all, just let me say this, Ken. Mm -hmm. The Hill magazine. Oh yeah, it's a piece a of right trash. Wing rag. Oh, That's it's a piece of trash. The Hill, the Hill fell hard down the stupid tree and hit its face on every branch on the way down about eight years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe six years ago. But no, the Hill used to be kind of reliable for certain stories but ever since trump uh, you know in, in you know the teabaggers and everything they really kind of lean into the into the stupid but yeah so eric trump i was going to say eric trump wrote a special report um, I, but he wrote an op-ed but maybe we could combine the two and say it's a special ed um that he wrote yeah. and, and he quoted the the great marcus aurelius from the gladiator because Marcus Aurelius wasn't really a real person. He was just a character in a movie. You know, I, actually, I would like to quote the, uh, uh, a, the great Abraham from the movie Lincoln um, and say, Eric Trump is a fucking moron. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's so stupid. Yeah, so anyway, sorry. That, that kind of got us off track a little bit. But seriously... Pence, you're a phony Christian. 
I don't know what denomination would support. You know, I mean, again, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I have audio somewhere. I got to find it. I got to get it again. But Pence, let, let me just see if I have this. I think I lost it with, like, my last uh, uh, computer uh, disaster. But um, I, I had a clip of Pence talking about divorce on his old radio show. And he said a man who had been divorced would is not worthy of serving as president. I um, I know what denomination uh, would, would support him. They're called ones, fives, tens, fifties, one hundreds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh hey! Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, there you go. That's what denomination he he is. Uh, you know. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the, you know, of uh, uh, you know, Pence is just an absolute whore. Uh, who will sell himself and sell out, you know, I mean, I, I pity anybody who is a true believer of, of, you know, Christ and the Beatitudes, the Sermon on the Mount, anything like that, who truly thinks that these guys in the GOP are, are holy, you know, some, you know, Christians, because, you know, it, I mean, they, they'll, these are the same the, the same people that had the same mentality that oh Bill Clinton clutch your pearls and uh, oh yeah I don't know if Joe got to hear the clutching pearls sound effect uh, this is Lindsey Graham clutching his pearls too hard so there you go <laughs> no, I thought <laughs> you'd like that Lindsey <laughs> Lindsey not so tight there you go. Uh, but yeah all so all these people that clutch their pearls over Bill Clinton. And we're like, you know, hey, they, oh, you can't, no. And it's like, we were never the party of family values. They were trying to force their 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 identity onto our party. And then, within 20 years, they're like, oh, wow, it's, it's love the sinner and hate the sin. <laughs> did, did you feel that way about Clinton? Of course you fucking didn't. Because God's a Republican in your eyes. As if God, if there truly wasn't all, all you know, and I'm not going to say there is or there isn't. I'm not going to be an asshole. But if there is, you know, if there is a God up there in the sky who controls everything and is omnip omnipotent, omniscient, uh, what have you, a, the creator of everything, do you really think he fucking cares about 20th and 21st century uh, American politics? Give me a fucking break. He's really too busy answering all the prayers about helping a certain sports team win. Oh yeah, yeah. He's too busy, way too busy with sports and 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 yeah. R. Kelly songs. Right. He's got so, to tabulate all those prayers and figure yeah. out you know which team's going to win. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 picking his favorite Amy Grant album. You know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or Striper. He's trying to figure out which which is the best. What should go on a Striper's greatest hits album? He's picking his fantasy football team for the weekend. <laughs> uh, I don't know about those guys who kneel. Uh -uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you for letting me go off my little uh, uh, rant about uh, phony Christians. So, and again, not to pick on uh, good good Christians out there, you know, who, who uh, you know truly follow the teachings of Christ and, and admire Christ for for the good you know deeds he did. 
uh, as recorded in the Bible. But you know this this cherry picking, this this you know a la carte uh, um, fundamentalism. I mean, it it it, it, it ain't tribalism. Yeah, it's not it's not Christianity. It's not. It's 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 uh, to me if you re- read and understand the Bible, what they're doing is absolutely demonic. Um. So anyway. Uh, let's go and go ahead and run to the break. And when we come back, uh, we got more stuff to talk about. And, uh, let me see. Ooh, I've got more Halloween promos, uh, lined up. So, uh, oh, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the maniac one. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. I told you not to go out tonight. You are about to face the screen's most horrifying challenge. I see something. No, let's get out of here. Somebody else. You're about to face. Tonight won't be like other nights. Tonight, terror is waiting. Something's out there. Vicious, without pity. Turning the air thick with fear. A madman's out there. A step too quick. Dangerously strong. And your blood will stain the dark streets. You are about to experience horror more real than anything you could ever imagine. I told you not to go out tonight. You're about to experience... Katie Pick on Turn Up the Night. Hey kids, here comes Peter Pumpkin. For a safe Halloween, do what Peter does. Wear a light-colored costume short enough so you don't trip. If you wear a mask, make sure you can see. Makeup's better. Don't crisscross the street. Call on one side, then the other. Parents, set boundaries, and it's time to be home. Carry a flashlight for extra safety. And let's all have a safe Halloween. Do you know why people got dressed up for Halloween? Because it was fun. No, for protection. They thought if they dressed up to look like an evil spirit, the other spirits wouldn't bother them. That's how the custom started. But we're still going to have a Halloween, though, aren't we? Let's find out. We all know who did it. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! And welcome back to the weekend edition, the staycation edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio Worldwide. And, of course, this is... 10 4, good buddy. October 4th, 2019. It is Halloween month, and uh, we love Halloween around here. So, uh, welcome back. And of course, a uh, couple uh, Halloweenies with us tonight. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, on loan from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back, Michelle. Silver Shamrock. Yeah. <laughs> happy, happy Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween. So, yeah. uh, the worst. 
Halloween movie because it had nothing to do with the actual franchise. Oh, come on. That was a great movie. It was horrifying. It was great. It was great. I love that movie. The Rob Zombie movie sucked. So that was the worst Halloween movie, if you ask me. Um, I'm talking talking about the one through... Well, that's that's the thing. John Carpenter didn't want to keep doing Michael Myers movies. He wanted to do a different movie. Each one would be Halloween 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I know. And each one would be a different story. Yeah. And I, I love that concept, but the studios weren't brave enough. They wanted their, their slasher <laughs> franchise. So, um, but anyway. Talk about an earworm, too. Yeah. Oh, I have that somewhere. Uh, was that oh was that in that that bumper that I did there? Uh, it probably. Yes. Was. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's why I didn't I didn't listen to the whole thing. Uh, and of course, Miles Lagon. Donald Pleasant's employed. Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, also from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back to you as well, sir. <clears throat> Hello. When yes, when is decorating? When did, when do you start lugging out all the giant dragons and stuff for the for the lawn? The moment Michelle commands it. Oh, okay. There you go. Usually, it, we're gonna, we're gonna probably keep it the week, just the week of Halloween. Just you know, just the week. More before. than likely, it'll be the the weekend before Halloween, since Halloween's on a Thursday. Yeah. Yes, Halloween Halloween's on a Thursday this year, so more than likely on the Saturday or Sunday um, before. You know, more. Uh, I can see it happening Saturday. Well, so yeah. Looking at the twenty. 20- you know, now that um, you've got do we have at any least games scheduled for that, I don't think we do. Well, you can no. talk about that offline. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we know you have at least three extra hours every Saturday now. Uh, that Mike Check Radio is on Sunday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Yep, yep. And and, uh, and of course, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, where it's alive, it's alive. Welcome back to you. Hi. I mean, I'm eating Cheez Its, but I I never eat Cheez Its with a strange woman alone. I always have mother. With oh, me. Yeah, you've got to have mother with you, and uh, if you eat Cheez Its, or or Brand Bear, um, so uh, <laughs> and uh, but no, do, Joe, do you guys decorate for Halloween at all, or just for Christmas? No, just for Christmas. Okay, so and where you I'll put up where you up put up giant yeah your monstrous giant things that pull your siding off your house. <laughs> I'm thinking of rigging a hoist. A hoist, okay. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that could actually, you know, the, you could just put it up at Halloween, and then if it falls and pulls your house over, that could be your haunted house display. So, <laughs> it could be, it could be. <laughs> but uh, decorate, you tackle will do it. I think. You should at least put a clown in your garage. Okay. So there you go. I'll put a clown car in my driveway. There you go. There you go. So, right. uh, or 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 put a red nose on the raccoon that lives in the in your neighbor's car. So, <laughs> in, interesting. Interesting enough, um, for fans of uh, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it's uh, American Horror Story 1984. I don't yes. know if you're familiar with it, but just this is just a footnote. We could get back to what we're doing, but basically it's a homage to. Uh, <laughs> All the uh, bless you '80s slash movies. Yeah, I I I saw that. That looks uh, actually. I might watch this that uh, this. I season. actually watched the first one, and and it's real campy, just oh, like nice. they were. Nice, you know, like like what are we gonna do? Well, why don't we? 
why don't we just jump in the running car? No, the car. let's hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> yeah. You know, or th- or they get that, in the car like, and it won't start. It sounds yeah. yeah, it sounds like they're doing something similar to the uh the spin off, the Scream Queens spin off. I'm not familiar, yeah, but I did, um, I know a little bit about that. I think Kendall used to watch that, John Kendall. Um Yeah. But it, it so is a that, homage to the '80s uh, slash films, and love it's, it. it's uh it's really interesting. <laughs> it's love interesting. It. All right, well, let's go ahead and get back to the real horror at hand. Um, yeah. And uh, all right, uh, well, let's see. Um, let's. Uh, I think we could probably just talk about this clip for the for the rest of this segment because this is Trump today. This is a, another heliprompter speech. And reporters are asking him about, you know, are, are, are people guiding you to ask about these foreign investigations against your political p- opponents? Are you asking about investigations to things other than your political opponents? You know, I mean, reasonable questions that are, you know, uh, and, and hopefully the audio is clear enough. You can you can suss out what's going on here because I left all the questions in. This is about a three minute clip. So. Let's listen. I might pause it about halfway through if I get murder fists. Because I've been getting them a lot lately. (laughs) (laughs) So I did take some ibuprofen because, oh my God, seriously, we went from 80 degrees to like 50 degrees in a day. So my body is like, you know, I feel like, you know, the tin man, you know, oil can, (laughs) you know, Um, the tin woodsman. Uh, so anyway, uh, here we go. Can we talk about the text messages that included holding off a visit The one text House? message that I saw was just about the last text messages, because I don't know. I don't even know most of these ambassadors. I didn't even know their names. But the text message, the text message that I saw from Ambassador Sutherland, who's highly respected, was there's no quid pro quo. He said that. He said, by the way, it almost sounded like in general. He said, by the way, there's no quid pro quo, and there isn't. Now, for Biden, there would be, but listen Fuck to this. You. There is no pro quo. And that pro was quo. the text message that I saw, and that nullified everything. Have you asked foreign leaders for any corruption investigations that don't involve your political opponents? You know, we would have to look, but I tell you, what I ask for, and what I always will ask for, is anything having to do with corruption with respect to our country. If a foreign country can help us with respect to corruption and corruption probes, and that, I don't care if it's Biden or anybody else, but if they can help us, if Biden is corrupt, if his son is corrupt, when his son takes out billions of dollars, billions, and he has no experience. He just got fired from the Navy. When they do that, that's no good. So, so the only, just to finish your question, anything having to do with corruption, I actually feel I have an obligation to do that. Okay, just to finish your question, that really wasn't the question. The question was, is there anything else? I believe the question was, I, I was having a hard time hearing it, but I believe the question was, have you investigated any other corruption other than your perceived, uh, you know, conspiracy theory about Biden? You know, I, I threw the conspiracy theory in there, but 
to finish your question, I find it's my responsibility to investigate any corruption. But he can't name any others except for what he thinks Biden did. There's a was an interesting little thing he said there. What's that? You heard him say, I want other countries to help us in our probes of corruption. Implying, and I think somebody asked this, if they didn't, they shouldn't have. I think they did. Is there a Department of Justice inquiry into the Bidens already? Or are you planning one? Is Barr planning one? Or that Probably. would be news. Well, oh, everything that would o- be everything okay there, Michelle? Yeah, Miles just uh, accidentally rolled over Brandy, but it's all right. Oh, There's okay. Right. <laughs> he just he just he just caught him. Just, yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful okay. with the the wheeled chairs. I know I always have to spin around in my chair to see if Timby's right behind me. So. But, uh, Miles, what were you saying about uh, the clip so far? Um, it, it, yeah, the, uh, the question about um, whether or not he, when he said that he uh, wants other countries to help in our um, investigations for corruption, because that makes me think back to when Kamala Harris was questioning Barr. And asking Barr, so has the White House asked you to investigate anyone? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hmm, hinted at. Uh, you know, there's just that that in, that engagement. It reminds me of that, where mm-hmm. Barr was very evasive. Oh, and, so evasive. Uh, now, now yeah. Theo, Theo, so, has a, uh, Theo has a great comment here. He says, if he doesn't know who his ambassadors are in a region... And that's what Farley files are for. Quick reference guides for chief executives introduced in FDR's times. What the hell is he spending his time on? Or does he just not care to do the the job as uh, it's evolved to be? Bingo. Yeah, he, he doesn't care to do the job as it's, you know, again, as he says, it's evolved to be. Well, uh, I would he, like he doesn't a, read. A, a reporter to say. Uh, when they're questioning Trump. I'd like someone to have the courage to ask Trump. Um, so, if your phone call with the president of Ukraine was so perfect, why are you fighting the release of all the information that would prove its perfectness? Yeah. Why are you refusing to turn that over everything that would prove how great it w- a call it was? Yeah, and and uh, Joe, uh, note the only guy he mentioned was the guy who said, uh, you know, the the one of his appointees, that Sond uh, Sondland. Mm-hmm. That's the only guy he mentioned. Yeah, Sondland is not. First of all, two things about Sondland. Not an ambassador. Three things. Three things. He gave a million dollars to the uh, inauguration. So oh. he's he's a Trump contributor. He is not a diplomat. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a political hack, and he, he's been appointed to be ambassador to the EU. So what the hell is he doing being involved in Ukraine internal politics? We have an ambassador there, and we have another, we had the other guy, uh, 
Volker, uh, who was doing <laughs> working part time there. So, what the hell was Solheim doing there? That's a damn good like, question. Uh, I mean, he, he's ambassador to the EU and has nothing to do with the internal operation or the diplomacy going on in uh, in, in Ukraine. So, um, yeah, there's there's this whole thing. I mean, it's look, sticks. the evidence is there. Yeah. It does. Yep. Uh, Michelle, you want to jump in before I get back to the other half of the clip? Uh, I can't think of anything that you guys haven't already said. Sorry. No, don't apologize. Uh, all right, here, here, let's get back to uh, Fat Donnie's uh, latest teleprompter speech. Is someone advising you that it is okay to solicit the help of other governments to investigate a potential political opponent? No, I don't say anything's okay. I'll tell you what's okay. Advising you Here's that. what's okay. If we feel there's corruption, like I feel there was in the 2016 campaign, there was tremendous corruption against me. If we feel there's corruption, we have a right to go to a foreign country. And just so you know, just so you know, I was investigating. I was investigating. Okay, me, me, in my campaign, I ran, I won. I was investigating. You won't say that, will you? I was investigating. I was investigated, and they think it could have been by UK. They think it could have been by Australia. They think it could have been by Italy. So when you get down to it, I was investigated by the Obama administration. By the Obama administration, I was investigated. So when these people talk, but as far as I'm concerned, what I want to look at and what we want to investigate, anything having to do with corruption. Anything. Anything. My head hurts. (laughs) Yeah. I was afraid of that. Uh, <laughs> I am thrilled. I love hearing him lose it like this. He's just going to get more defensive, more paranoid. But, I mean, um, someone mentioned that it was like 40, there were like 40 people in the Nixon administration that were convicted or sent to prison for all the crap that went on. The, yeah. it, the record is going to break on this one. It's going to be, It's uh, as they peel back this onion, oh... It's gonna go. So I far, I hope so you're deep. right. I really like your your uh, optimism on this, Miles. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of riding the wire fence, as LBJ would say. Um, I just uh, between you Nixon, between you and Joe. I, I well, Nixon did not have a Fox News to shield him like yeah. Trump does, but. Nixon was smarter than Trump. Trump is an idiot. <laughs> he can't, he, I mean, he exposes, you know, like his son was like, you know, like, hey, uh, what's going on here? These emails look a little suspicious. And his son's like, here's all my emails. See how above board I am? Yeah. That's, that's, that's Trump. In a, it, it, <laughs> well, listen Trump. to this. Here's my text. Please. Listen to this. Listen to this headline. Tucker Carlson, this is uh, Charlie Nash of uh, Mediaite. Tucker Carlson, Trump should not have encouraged foreign head to investigate Biden. No way to spin this as good. Tucker Carlson is saying there is no way to spin this as good. So 
that means real commie. It's bad. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the comments or you know all the all the Trump cultists to go rhino rhino. And then and then they'll then they'll start calling him a racist and say, oh, he must be a Democrat because Democrats are racist. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean the. I'm I'm also enjoying the circular. Someone called it a circular firing squad. Oh, sure. I, think I heard yeah. that mentioned on the uh, uh, um, chat room. Nicole Wallace show. Oh, Nicole. Um, yeah, Nicole Wallace. Uh, there, uh, a commentator said it was like a circular firing squad going on with what Pence's office and and Trump, with them defending each other and uh, defend. You know, there Trump's throwing Pence under the bus and Pence is Trump. Yeah, it's just. It's this fight where Trump is like, you know what? Everybody needs to defend me or else we're all going down. Because you know Trump is so insecure and paranoid that he, right, and rightfully so, he can see their, the actions that some are taking to defend themselves. To now, hedge their bets to, to protect themselves from this shitstorm, for lack of a better word. And he can't stand that, and so he is ready to just throw Pence under the bus. He's ready to throw mm-hmm. everybody and just say, "Nope, it's the, it, blah blah blah. Look here, look there. Not me, well, not me, not me." Well, I want to expect everyone to fall in line. Uh huh. Now I want to, I want to, I want to come to um, some kind of understanding here, uh, but from your your point of view and Joe's point of view, because uh, now Joe Joe's and rightfully so because of all we've seen from Republicans at this point. And, and I'm feeling like it's landing exactly where Joe is saying is they're going to just keep letting him get away with shit. Miles, you seem to be thinking that people are going to start peeling away and there are going to be people who start to come forward and say, look, I can't deal with this. I don't want to take the chance of going down. I, I, I'm going to save my own ass. So you do the you think of- are you thinking are you thinking that that where that it's it's more of a possibility than Joe thinks that he could be impeached and removed from office? There are uh, it's all going to come down to the polls. I understand and that, but polls- I, I'm I'm saying are in your gut feeling because you know are are you feeling that that it's what what percentage? Of, of of your feeling and what, what you're seeing huh but i i have to for my own sanity yeah i have to believe that there is that the cracks in the dam will start to form and become so severe that the little boy can't stick his thumb in every hole that starts pouring and it just it just starts to get well where do we <laughs> Where do we meet? Where do we meet? Because I'm feeling like I'm riding the fence. Where Where is it that we're meeting? Do you think, uh, Joe? Where do you think that 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 I, that it is? Because again, I, I I want it all, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling like you are too with thinking. It, they're just gonna let it, let them get away with everything. So, but where is it? Do you think that maybe you, your your point of view and Miles' point of view might be colliding more? Well. Let's go back to uh, being an atheist. Sure. Um, let me make this analogy then. Uh, it's like, I guess there may be a God because I can't prove otherwise. Sure. But all the indications tell me 
<laughs> there's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, same thing with the Republican Party. Can Miles' prediction come true? Sure. I mean, it, is there something that I can't conceive of that in the course of the next month or so will break their resolve? Mm, maybe. But mm-hmm. I don't think it so. Might take more than one. I don't think so. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking long-term game. I, I'm not... I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, well, we have, say, we have I mean, exactly a look, year. We have exactly a year to get shit done. Well... Right. I think the, the polls will get to the degree where it will embolden the Democrats to proceed with impeachment. Where, now, the, the key is going to be on the Senate. Will the mm. polls get to the point? Will will things get so bad that the the that twenty Republicans go, ugh, yeah. ugh you know? Because I uh, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, because if you look already, uh, McConnell, you know, allowed a um, a vote that he didn't have to. That just uh, what was the vote on? I don't recall exactly. I don't know. It was on. It was right. on allowing getting the. Uh, it was like a unanimous consent. Report. Right. Report. Exactly. Right. So M- McConnell allowed that to happen. All right. We, we, which yeah. If we, he was in full throated defense of Trump. He might not have. All right. Well, we just got to. Yeah. We can't go. To, we we got to go to the break. I just wanted to see if there was like. Okay. Maybe one point. Is it just maybe. A little bit of faith in our system, or something. I don't know. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, uh, I would say no. I, I don't. I don't see it happening. I, I think what he's doing is exposing the fact that our system was not rigged very well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, given the right, con- you know, uh, combination of factors like yeah. a controlling Republican Party in the Senate and and a and a a whack job Trump. I think the most likely course here that I would bet on is that they're going to vote articles of impeachment. They're going to go to Mitch McConnell. He's going to declare a trial and then declare a mistrial. Yeah. Well, All in we'll the same stroke. We'll see. And you know uh, what? And, yeah. and let's live, let's live with that. Okay. Let's, right. let's take that into 2020 and, and campaign on that. Well, okay. I dig it. My I dig prediction it. is more uh, to do with the economy. The stronger the economy, the more the Republicans hold. The weaker the economy, the more they cave. Well, Trump already set up a recession for us, and uh, we might be able to talk a little Hopefully bit about the. Sooner. We might be able to talk a little bit uh, more about uh, the uh, the latest victim of Trump's uh, retail apocalypse uh, coming up. Big one, actually. But uh, Michelle, you you have anything you want to add before we run to the break? No, I'm a little hesitant that anything's going to come out come out of this as well. That's all. All right, so looks like me and Miles are the we're the cheerleaders here. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but then again, I'm kind of like I'm I'm like the Hello Darkness cheerleader, you know. So, uh, Hello Darkness, my old friend. Give me an A. Uh no. So, <laughs> no. Give me an I. <laughs> give me an M. Give me a P. Uh anyway, <laughs> impeachment. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, go to the break, and uh, we'll we'll have. Uh, let me see. I think we'll we'll go ahead and do we'll do Halloween on this break. Uh, let me find that. I know that's a Halloween uh, in in instant Halloween classic written by me and Mort Treehorn uh, a couple of years ago. 
Uh, we're going to hopefully work on our Halloween wrap next week, uh, which is going to be terrible, but funny. Uh, so anyway, yeah, let's go. Add, I can add it. I can add it to my outdoor music. People hear it. Oh yeah. Yeah, girlfriend. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I said that. That's annoying. Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. I, I want to try and find one of the new... Yeah, I, I played this one last week, but I don't have a lot of expressly turn-up-the-night bumpers. So let's listen to the Halloween uh, Dracula 1972 bumper. Hammer Horror. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. I call on Andras. Grand Marquis of Hell, provoker of discords, and upon Ronway, demon of forbidden knowledge, and upon Behemoth, archdevil of the Black Deluxe, I call upon Asmodeus, the destroyer, and Astaroth, friend of all the great lords of Hades. I call upon the many names of Prince Satan, Beelzebub, and Lucifer. I demand an audience with his satanic majesty. Can you pick? On Turn Up the Night. Thank you very much for coming to Ohalabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Ohalabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bad things on the real. In the ghostly It's a hallabaloo. You're gonna be there too. Godzilla was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He goes wrap up in his tomb. And the ghostly boom. I love you though. I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on any body. <laughs> it's a real nice trip. And the mummy got ripped. It's a halibut. It's a cannibal stew. We have dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup. Propose a toast. The blood! <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a <laughs> And a ghost blue. Be there too. 
Get down from my couch, you bad boy. You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight. Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hey, weirdos. <laughs> Bring a theme to a night of terror. <laughs> Until the dead of behind the tombstone maybe you will see indiemediaweekly.com unspeakable horror that terrorizes the universe this is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I think the American people have a right to know if the vice president of the United States or his family profited from his position as vice president during the last administration. Uh, th- that's about looking backwards and, and, and understanding what really happened. Oh, fuck you. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Mike. Uh, yeah. Who put steak on the buffet? Uh, <laughs> barely. Rocky Mountain Mike likes my Bella. That ain't a Bella. That's like, that's just stupid generic Dracula. I, oh, I do prefer my, my Boris Karloff one. You know. Well, hello there. It could be worse. <laughs> he, could, he, he could be comparing you to Adam Sandler doing Dracula. So there you go. Oh, gosh. I don't even know that reference at all. 
Um, oh, Trans- so. uh, Hotel Transylvania. It's a cartoon. It's, it's several movies now. I think there's three oh, movies. I yes. think I might have and seen Adam one Sandler of them. Sandler plays Dracula. Oh, yes. God. I do not like Adam Sandler. Um, but uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, uh, so although the trailer for that new movie he's in kind of looks interesting, it looks like he might be trying to act instead of doing like racist and sexist uh, Netflix movies. So we'll see. Uh, but uh, I do like yeah. the Hotel Transylvania movies. They are yeah. cute. But uh, to Rocky Mountain Mike, thank you very much. So, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome back to the program. Um, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there, sir. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm just uh, looking at Wikipedia for uh, Marcus... Uh, Aurelius? Aurelius. Of the Gladiator? Of the Gladiator? <laughs> I can't find him. <laughs> oh, God damn it. How about Marcus uh, Rubiolius? Oh, Mar- <laughs> yeah, Marcos Rubiolius, uh, of course. Uh, yeah. He of the soul-swallowing uh, goodness. Um, yeah. yeah. Little, little Marco. Uh, and of course, uh, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Thank you once again for helping us out tonight. We appreciate it. You'll be on with us again next Friday as well. Yes, I am happy to be here. I can't think of a more appropriate month to have you and, uh, that handsome man that asked you to marry you. Uh, I don't know where he is, but again, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida is here. Um, so I'm here. <laughs> uh no but I, I kid i kid of course uh or no you asked him you you proposed him that's right yes and then proposed. the I and then then the owl got involved yeah. uh, yes. so, but no thank you both for uh joining us tonight on the program and uh i feel like uh i i uh, haven't done it in a while so i i thought maybe i would do a name calling on the program tonight i thought that could be fun so uh here we go. Uh, since rain is off, I will be your girl Friday, everybody. So here we All go. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Let's take a look at who's in the chat room tonight. And uh, <laughs> let me see. Maybe I could try and do a different voice for every person who's in the chat room. Let me see. Because I've got a few. I've got a few. And we'll, we'll try and mix them up. I'll do a Skeletor for Psy Guy in DC. I'll, I'll, I should I should say Skeletor for Psy Guy in DC. There you go. <laughs> I love your Skeletor. Uh, thank you, thank you. And uh, I'll do uh, uh, this is Fat Donnie for Destroyer Kurt. He's a, he's he's a, a beautiful. We had a beautiful conversation. <laughs> it's just beautiful. You should check out his show. I know my my Trump is is like just a hair better than Stephen Colbert's because this is kind of lame. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. you know, so but I, I, you got say things three times. <laughs> All you have to do is just keep saying and repeating words three times because three times is the time of you want to say things. Um, and then, um, let me see for, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's, it's Francie. No, I'm sorry. I I fucked that one. Oh, well, look, it's Francie in the chat room. 
There's my my lame Boris Karloff. That, that, um, that was a good one. No, that was a good one. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, man, I, I used to have a bunch of voices. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Here, um, here. Uh, uh, we got Heather in the chat room. It's Alex Jones. <laughs> and lizard people ate my balls. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Here, here. Wait, wait. You got to do uh, one uh, Wilbur Ross. Uh, <laughs> I see Jay Collier's in the chat room. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm not, not sure if Jay Call is having soup, but I highly recommend cream of celery. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mark, thank Mark you, Levin. Wilbur. My, Mark. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> and it looks like we have Cat in the chat room, Mr. Producer. Cut five. Go. Uh, <laughs> and my friend. Rush, Rush. Oh, 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 you you called Rush Limbaugh. I was just going. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Here, no, there you go. There you go. And, uh, excuse me, my friends. Hello, Dad. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That, that, that ain't pirate. right. A pirate. Iron matey. Uh, looks like we have living in Long Island there. Don't you know? Walking the plank and swabbing the dick. Arr. Uh, all right. So <laughs> uh, are you going to call me out for the next one? or? Uh... Uh, let's I, I'm running out of voices myself. Okay, you're run, running out of voices. Have you yet? Uh, I did Skeletor first, so um, well I could I could cheat, I could cheat real quick. I got. Uh, oh wait. Oh, hey everybody, how's it going? Oh there you go, there you go. We got uh, meow goodness, meow meow kitty kitty. I like eating cat poop. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, all right, so, uh, let me see. Oh, I gotta have one, um... Do the announcer from the, um, the Justice League. Meanwhile, Moon Mayor... <laughs> ...at the Hall of Justice. And, uh, and I saved this one, uh... And now, Rocky Mountain Mike! Uh, I... am <laughs> trying to think of a bad vampire pun. But I seem to be out of my... Vain. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> okay, here's here's an easy one. Tucker Carlson. Uh, hold on. Let me get my shitty bow tie <laughs> and and give okay. a sad puppy face. I Go can't ahead. do. Oh well, let me just sound really concerned about this. And they go. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, laugh and cut you off. So <laughs> that's uh, that's an experiment. So I did Alex Jones. I did Alex Jones. Oh, um, yeah, we did Alex. Let me see. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, um, Sandy and Durwood tear down that wall. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, and uh, George W. Theo Theo J W. I did not have sex with your comment. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Oh, oh. W. W. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> Tim Cornwall. I, I I don't do George W. <laughs> no, 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 that's good. You were good right on it. Hey, hey call my. Hey, I got a nickname for Tim Cornwall. Don't you know? It's called Tim Caramel. Cause he's. That's a, not bad. That's not bad. That's he's kind of sweet. He's kind of sweet. Very good. Very good. Uh, and, uh, let me see. So we got, uh, oh gosh. 
I'll just do a fancy English guy for uh, for Paul since uh, he likes uh, oh, no, Gorka. Oh yes, Trojan Rabbit is in the chat room. Why don't you call and I'll hang up on you, you coward? There you go. <laughs> and uh, Zelda Zelda McGregor. Who do we who do we have? Well, I have a uh, I got a clip for her. Zelda uh, McGregor. Maybe I could just try and do that in my own voice. Zelda McGregor. I'm old time radio song. guy voice. More doctors okay. recommend smoking camel cigarettes than any other. So. <laughs> huh? I thought I thought a, a pussy cat. I did. I did. Oh, that was the other English guy. The death of comedy. Um, <laughs> God, what was his? What was that idiot's name? I forgot myself. I just uh, remember the song. It's like a earworm. Uh, that was a Mark Stein, the death of Mark comedy. Um, so he's yeah, like, he's like Gorka Light. Yeah. I thought I saw a pussy cat. 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 I thought I saw a pussy cat a creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. Yo. Oh no, no, I meant to do this. Yeah, it's coming up both ends after that. So. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, all right. I hope everybody enjoyed that, and we have one, at least one very, uh, very, uh, uh, yeah, uh, special birthday. That is, I was looking to see if I got any. Uh, Chris Matthews. Oh gosh, uh, I can just do. Ha! You know, I, I, I really, I hate Chris Matthews so much. I. Dare, daren't do an impression of him. Um, I really don't like that guy. Um, uh, unless, uh, actually, here I'll do my impression of uh, of Chris Matthews. Joe, um, start talking. About what? What, what am I talking? Anything. About? Just tell me about baseball or something. Okay, baseball. Uh, uh, okay, top of the. Fifth. Well, that's really great and everything, but don't you think? <laughs> so, <laughs> there's my Chris Matthews. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, <laughs> got to get really fun. fucking loud. Uh, yeah. So anyway, but, or, or uh, white while the person is talking, you hear him on the mic going, mm, uh, uh, right. uh, "Like, all right, I, I heard enough. I don't want to hear you anymore." <laughs> mm. Okay. Did the show? Did something crap out on the show? Uh oh. Oh, it did. All right, all right. Hold on. I'm I'm, Hold on. I'm trying to start it again. Might have to restart the network or something. So uh, we'll wait to do uh -oh. your your birthday boner. Uh, can somebody just put in the chat room? I'm working on it. So let me see. Uh, I'm going to close down. So, but real quick. My hunt and peck skills against Michelle's rocket speed. Oh, All look right. At that. So let me try butt one more time. Hopefully I don't have to restart it. I don't want to. Let's see what's going on. All right. Uh, did Mark Stein take us off the air? Yeah. So. All right. So I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna restart. Uh, I'm gonna restart the network. So there might be silence for a second. So. Uh, all right. On the air.
then we'll try and open butt again and start up there we go we are back online my apologies everybody for that uh but uh, hopefully we didn't miss much of the show so uh anyway yeah and uh also if you can um tell them to um refresh their uh the the player they might need to refresh the refresh their player that would be great and thank you so much michelle so all right we are back uh on the network and everybody uh, everything but yeah we have a very special birthday on monday of the program uh of the, on monday of the program how does that work i don't know what i'm saying i got all flustered there but yeah so uh miles uh happy birthday brother it's uh it's Indeed. coming this monday I don't know if we have any other, uh, I did, a vo yes, I did voices for Zelda and Trojan Rabbit. I did, uh, what did I do for Zelda? I did, uh, uh, we played her theme song. We played her theme song and, and then I said, more duckers choose camel cigarettes than any other Zelda McGregor. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and then, and then I did, uh, Mark's, did I do Mark Stein? No, I, or did I do Sebastian Gorka? I did Sebastian Gorka for Trojan Rabbit. Why don't you give a call and I'll hang up on you, you coward? Um, yeah, so that was it. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so so Miles, uh, well, for, well, hang on, I'll play this again for, for Zelda. Zelda McGregor. Miles, what are you doing for your birthday on Monday? Uh, going to work and then coming home and, I don't know, I don't know maybe, maybe Michelle will. We'll, we'll have a pie or something. <laughs> pie? Key lime pie? Yeah. Are, are you more of a famous? are you more of a pie guy than a than a cake person? Uh, I like cake too. Um, no, it doesn't matter. I, it, I prefer pie. Aren't that? You know. <laughs> it's I prefer pie. I a nice cream pie, a coconut cream pie, a lemon meringue, a chocolate silk pie. I'll oh. take it. If I had yeah. my preference for a cake, I know I know key lime pie is my favorite pie, but if I had a preference for cake, carrot cake is right up there. With a nice oh, carrot cake, cake is good with a good cream, good frosting. cream cheese icing. Or uh, yeah, or the um, what's that one, Michelle? The 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 chocolate cake that has the coconut chocolate icing on it, or the coconut caramel icing. That, um, I don't know that one. Oh, the Black Forest I mean, cake that, or something? That Death by Chocolate cake. German Death chocolate. chocolate. German chocolate. Well, it's like a coconut uh, good. caramel ice. Oh, pie. German. So or, anyway, or a nice red velvet one. Nice. Red velvet. Yeah, that's kind of that was kind of a that's kind of a new development in the world of cake. Red velvet. They just discovered it. They found they found a mine full of red velvet cakes and and it's a limited supply now they sell them <laughs> all that's a lie well, thank you so yeah I, german like chocolate my enthusiasm right at the at the at the bare limit of what people yeah. can handle <laughs> i do like filled filled bunt cakes as well big fan of that yeah moon mare and zelda are confirming yes um german chocolate has coconut frosting zelda says black forest is cherries that's right yeah, that's another right. another good one is an old fashioned spiced cake with yeah. lemon icing. Oh yeah, yeah. Or I, what oh, I had it. Yummy. 
what I had at my friend Carol's uh, anniversary party the other day. Nice Italian cassata cake. That was nice. Is, you know, uh, Cheesecake that... Factory has a great red velvet cheesecake. See, I'm I'm a little on the fence about do, mixing the the cake with the cheesecake or the pie with the cheesecake. It's like I really like a good straight up cheesecake with like the cherries and syrup, you know, New York style yeah. cheesecake. Um, but when they start mixing, because it's so rich to begin with, when you start mixing other stuff in, like they do like Snickers cheesecake and stuff like that, I kind of mm-hmm. call bullshit on that. It's, I think it's, 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 I, I, I think it's, it's, uh, you know what it is. It's too much. No, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> if you ever come wait up to our house for try. Thanksgiving, I'll remember not to, not to give you dessert because that's what we have. I'll, I'll try it. Everything. I'll try. I love cheesecake. I do love cheesecake, but you know, red velvet. It, I would try that. Really I would good. try I, that one. I, I don't think. I don't think that would be too rich. But Michelle, what were you going to say? And then we got to get the Miles birthday boner. Yeah, and Francie says uh, our godmother's birthday as well. Her aunt Catherine. Oh, okay. Birthday boner there. So uh, let me cue something else up here real quick uh so all right so for miles and um uh francie's mother-in-law is that what you said no uh godmother godmother aunt Aunt Catherine and miles uh here we go let's go ahead and uh celebrate your birthdays a little early this is your birthday song Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. The best. Yes, I hope it be best birthday ever. <laughs> All right, and uh, and Michelle, when's when's your birthday? Is it also October or? No, I'm I'm on Aquarius. I'm February. February. That's right. That's right. But so, I'm also on the seventh. So Miles is October seventh, yeah. and I'm February seventh. Seven seven seven. Nine nine nine. So nine. She, she gets the Lord being younger than me for a whole four months. Yes. <laughs> oh, I get to do that for almost a year. Actually, oh no, I get to do it for a year and twelve days. Because <laughs> Susan, Susan's a year and twelve days older than me, so uh, she's a cradle robber. <laughs> oh boy! So uh, anyway, anyway, um, you know, because I, I always when I, when I, she was thirty, I was twenty nine, and I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Anyway, I'm sorry we didn't have time to take phone calls tonight. Uh, that that whole uh, kerfuffle with the station, uh, the, the podcast is intact. It didn't stop recording, so I don't know what happened. I should probably have rebooted the router, 
a few days ago and I didn't. But anyway, yeah. So uh, uh, we're going to get Adam Hebert on soon, I think, when he shows up. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and... Uh, and I'm sorry I trashed Cheesecake because Meow Goodness is like saying, oh, I have all kinds of fun cheesecakes. I would try any. I just really like... I like a straight up cheesecake with like shortbread crust, not graham cracker. I like shortbread crust, uh, and then the yeah. cherry, then the cherries on top. That's that's like my, I love that. That's what I was kind of raised on. And but then you know my mom started experimenting with some of the different ones, but I always preferred just the straight up original. Um, and uh, you know because I'm not like the death by chocolate guy. I like chocolate cake. I like yeah. German. I, li- I like German chocolate because it breaks it up because it has coconut and caramel in it. So you've got other stuff. But when it's like you know a pound of fudge and also some more fudge and then chocolate cake <laughs> and, a, and a brownie and chocolate chips and a Hershey bar all thrown into one with chocolate ice cream, I'm like, it, it's it. You know, I I I'll default to the 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 kid. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Do so you like key lime? I love key lime. Yeah, I absolutely. Right, I will. Ma- I will definitely make sure that I make my tarts for Rain's uh, party. Ooh. Because they're, they're bite sized. <laughs> you just take and you pop them. See, we forgot Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, uh I'm not that good. I can just kind of do the laugh. No, the. The oh, that's more like the Great Gildersleeve. Um, if you remember that old time radio <laughs> yeah. show, yes, I do. So, um, uh, but anyway, all right, we got to go to the break. Uh, oh, Rain showed up in the chat room. Fun. Um, did she? Somebody said hi, Rain. Francie said hi, Rain. Yep. Rain oh, there's here. Rain. There's Rain. Hi, Rain. We love you. And she uh, knows what death by chocolate tastes like. Yeah, I just. It's too much. I know. I'm just pointing. You know, it's too much. We brought her some. It is very rich. Oh, anyway. I probably eat about half the cake. <laughs> Only about half. All right. Only about so, half. Uh, all right. Well, we are going to uh, go to the break once again. And we'll be back with the last hour of Turn Up the Night right after this. Warning. This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of Indie Media Weekly. You have been warned on IndieMediaWeekly.com. Everybody's heading for Woolworth and Woolco to get set for Halloween. There's costumes of TV favorites like Wonder Woman and The Hulk. There's popular characters from Star Wars, and there's superheroes like Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, and many more at bare bones prices, two thirty-eight to four seventeen. And there's spook sticks, face pops, Halloween's wrapped candy of every kind, all at the favorite Halloween haunts. Woolworth and Woolco. Maniacs. <laughs> Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, t- some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. 
you know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Frutti ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to a very ooky and spooky. I know, it's not quite Halloween yet. Welcome back to Turn Out the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly for October 4th, 2019 on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. And there is breaking news. Uh-oh. There I is didn't... a second CIA operative who is considering filing a formal whistleblower complaint. <laughs> and this one has more direct and first-hand knowledge of the incidences incidents in oh. the uh, in the uh, oh. first complaint. So I posted the uh, the link to the New York Times article that was just posted 28 minutes ago oh there you go well you know uh so you know i kind of i kind of had a feeling that might happen i i kind of felt it coming in the air <laughs> no i didn't i just wanted an excuse to play that uh I know you did. <laughs> and of course michelle lagon port st lucy uh mother of cats uh owner of halloween dragons and uh uh pro- had an owl bring her a ring Welcome back to the program. Yeah. Yeah, um, glad to be back. There's also some less uh, exciting breaking news that's possibly a little concerning. Um, Bernie Sanders was admitted to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Saying it's a mild cardiac infraction or, or, or something. Infarcation. Or infarcation. A- after, so. after his stents were put in? Um, I think it might... Um, mm. Is this the same one from? I don't know if he, the other day. I, I don't know if they he, he suffered it before the stents were placed in or after, but the doctors are confirming yeah. that he oh, had yeah. suffered a yeah, he was released, heart attack. He was le- released yeah. today, and they said that yeah. it, the stents were put in there due to a, uh, a a mild heart attack. So yeah, that's nothing major, you know. That's you know. No, uh, it's just- that's why I just said it was a minor little news thing gotcha. that he had been released and all that. So. Well, and believe you me, the right wingers are glomming onto that like nobody's business, of course. So, oh, um, and of course, miles gone, Port St. Lucie, Florida, at fake, at fake underscore Republican on Twitter, one of my favorite Twitter Twitter handles of all time. Uh, welcome back to you, sir. Indeed, thank you, thank you. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead and get back into the, the audio here. I'm, we're almost done going through this, but I have some interesting, uh, I'm going to save my favorite for last. Um, but this is, uh, Congressman Will Hurd, Republican from Texas on, uh, with Allison Camarota, uh, on CNN. Fake news. No, this is Republican Will Hurd talking about. Um, you know, he's part of the, the House Intel Committee as well. And also, uh, I'm sure that uh, 
the the Trump cult is going to really uh, be kind to him since he's the only African American uh, congressman in uh, you know serving today to date. And uh, but yeah, th- this is uh, what he had to say about it. And this is more about the texts and and everything. So. Here, here's clip one. This is the U.S. ambassador to the European Union. He says, do we still want Zelensky to give us an unequivocal draft of that statement with 2016 and Burisma? Then Kurt Volker says, that's the clear message so far. That was August 17th. Here's one from uh, September 1st. This is the senior U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, Bill Taylor. Are we now saying that security assistance, meaning those millions of dollars, and White House meeting are conditioned on these investigations, to which Gordon Sunland says, call me. And then uh, on September 8th, Bill Taylor says the nightmare is that the Ukrainians give this interview, meaning the statement, and don't get the security assistance, meaning the millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. The Russians would love that, he suggests, and he would quit, he suggests. Are you comfortable with seeing that kind of agreement uh, of course not. I'm not comfortable. And, and I think some of these things are, are indeed uh, damning. H- however, I want to make sure we get through uh, this entire investigation uh, before coming to some kind of conclusions. I think this is serious stuff. And these are serious matters. This has long-term implications on our foreign policy. Uh, I want to hear from Rudy Giuliani. Um, I want to hear from, from the additional folks within the State Department to put all of this stuff in, in context. And I think, uh, again, let's get to, let's have all the information available before we make a decision, but the things that you have read um, are indeed concerning, and I think it's a, it's, it's a, a confirmation of some of the veracity of the, the whistleblower's uh, report. So, there's a Republican on the House Intel Committee. Yeah, of course, he's saying, he's uh, towing the line of, you know, don't jump to conclusions. We need to get all the facts. We have a lot of the facts right now, and the facts are pretty damning. And he's feeling that. He's feeling that pressure. Um, uh, Joe, what are your thoughts on on uh, Will Hurd? Well, you know, like all the Republicans that had even uh, uh, like two vertebrae or three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he he's dances around the thing, you know. Um, you know, he's 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 concerned, he's this and that. I'm sick of the, the concerned. Yeah. Tell me you know, I, I went for the Republican to say, you know what, we made a big mistake here. This guy's a criminal and he's ruining our party. And if it comes to trial, uh, you know, I'm not an automatic acquit. Yeah. And William Hurd being a congressman, you know, I mean, I'd be impressed if he said that if they voted for articles, he would support articles of impeachment. True. Understood. Miles, what's your take on Will Hurd? Uh, it's a standard uh, just deflect and guard Trump with the usual obfuscation. Just, but it's it's more than that to me though because there are Congress people out there right now saying well, no there's nothing wrong with that it's fine it's totally fine there were, you yeah. know well I, I mean he's at least saying it's concerning 
I'm not play, you know putting all all my you know chips on this guy or anything, but I like hearing that. It's good. I mean, it's I'm. Uh, well, well, I mean, so he's actually uh, pushing back a little bit on Trump. Oh yeah, he he said he said yeah, it's it's concerning these the you know. Uh, the, you okay. know the, the tweets, uh, the the you know uh, pushing Ukraine to investigate Biden. He said it's it's concerning. So you know, concerning well, I, is about the harshest thing I've heard a Republican say. Really, yeah. The only thing I would say about Heard, in not his defense, but he is an ex CIA officer. Yeah. So he he has a little skin in the game in that Trump has been at war with the with the intelligence community uh since since he was sworn in really Mm -hmm. since the first day sure so you know i think william heard he may have a little bit of a uh, you know of skin in the game here because i think he, he has some loyalty to that to that that community yeah um michelle uh, what do you, does uh, what Will Hurd say there give you any any solace or uh, um, hope that some Republicans might do the right thing? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> would you Would you like to elaborate? I've had, uh, I've had it with you know people with, with the fact that you know that. <clears throat> The, the, the Republicans that are causing the issues. Um, there are some good Republicans out there, yes. But the Republicans that are causing all these issues, and, and, and they're so willing to lick the boots of this administration so they can keep their Supreme Court picks and all that stuff. Yeah, I yeah. don't think they can be fixed. I really don't. And if they and if they tried it, and if they do a 180, it's just because they are scared of losing their seat, and there's no other alternative for them. And mm-hmm. I don't see that happening unless well. something really drastic happens. Unless he gets that, I want him more. I want I want the president to have more than a a asterisk by his name. I want him to be totally and utterly shamed. Yeah, and everything brought to light and i want there to be so much proof that you know he drowns in it suffering you know i you know no i just i do <laughs> this man i, I want this suffering. man makes my skin crawl and yeah. it really really makes me this whole thing makes me sick i'm just i'm sorry i'm just until I'm something positive happens concretely positive i i just can't expect the best all right, well, let's listen to this second clip. Uh, this is Allison Camerode with Will Hurd, once again. Uh, uh, Representative Will Hurd, Republican from Texas. Part two. Let's see what you guys think of this. I'm interested to see how the, the White House is going to respond to the, the, the request for subpoenas because there's a lot of people that should be coming in, in front of our committee. And what if they stonewall? What if they don't respond to the subpoenas? Uh, I think the next step is what, what, what tools does the legislative branch have to force compliance, right? I, I think that whether that's a, a lawsuit um, that has happened in the past, um, but this is, we are a co-equal branch of government, and this is something that you can't always claim um, executive privilege to prevent giving information to Congress. I know that you say that you're waiting for the facts to come out, but some things are happening in broad daylight, such mm-hmm. as yesterday when on the White House lawn, 
the president called upon China to investigate a, his political rival, Joe Biden. So let me just play this moment for everyone. China should start an investigation into the Bidens. Because what happened in China is just about as bad as what happened with, uh, with Ukraine. What do you think about that request? Uh, I, I think it's terrible. It's something that I wouldn't have done. Um, and I can go two days, I think two days before that, um, wishing China uh, uh, congratulations on 70 years of communism um, via a tweet is not something I would do, I would do either. Uh, China is, is an adversary. Uh, China right now has a million ethnic minorities, the Uyghurs, and, you know, in, in basically in prison camps. Um, also, we're in a, a, a tight and complex trade negotiation with China now, and so you're potentially giving them something to hold over your head. And, and I would expect that prior to our upcoming elections, to see the Chinese do something to manipulate their currency or impact global markets in order to have an impact on the U.S. economy going into an election. So I think that is something that, that a, a president of the United States uh, shouldn't be doing. All right. Um, Joe, what do you think of the second clip there? Yeah, I, I think that was a little bit more forceful by, by Heard there. I think, um, you know, he's right about about, about that, that first incident, too. Uh, a tweet congratulating China on 70 years of communism, 70 years of human rights violations, mm -hmm. 70 years of concentration camps. 70 years of uh of you know putting political dissidents in 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 jail um no that he's he's right to bring that up i mean that was in itself a headliner if everything else wasn't going on miles <clears throat> it is it's something i mean that's not nothing um it mm. It, it does show that there are some Republicans out there that are willing to create that little sense of doubt or hesitancy just to give them a little bit of an out in case it goes in case it hits the fan and it's such a vehement way that you know there's no escaping it so I, I I'm, I'm is he being yeah, I, I think there are some Republicans out there that, uh, you know, um, aren't so, I mean, a lot of Republican politicians do not like Trump, do not like what he's doing to the party. Mm -hmm. And it is only by the fear that Trump holds over them because it, it, the base is so rabidly supportive of Trump that the politicians are falling in line. But there, it's good to see that there are some that are willing to not give in to that fear. I'll say that. Uh, what about you, Michelle? I really don't have much to add. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's all right. Um, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Joe, unless you have anything else on that, um, we're going to uh, go to the uh, my favorite bit of audio from tonight. Okay. All right. Nothing to add? No. All right. Senator Joni Ernst, Republican from Iowa, was <laughs> oh. confronted...
by a woman named Amy Haskins, uh, one of her constituents, about all of this shit. And it was awesome and earnest. Um, I don't think... Uh, I don't think she she remembers her roots, you know, uh, her biscuit roots. Biscuit. Yeah. Uh, so here we go. Listen to this. Uh, again, Amy uh, Amy Haskins grilling uh, her senator, Joni Ernst, in Iowa the other uh, yesterday. Just this morning, we have President Trump saying, oh, we need to talk to Xi Jinping and have, you know, President Xi and have him investigate Joe Biden. How is that helping Anybody. Just about everybody Where in that room clapped. When are you guys going to say enough and stand up and say, you know what, I'm not backing any of this? Because we constantly have everybody, oh, well, it's not this, it's not that, or, you know, everything else. But yet you still stand there silent, and your silence is supporting him and not standing up. You didn't pledge an oath to the president. You pledged it to our country. You pledged it to our constitution. When are you guys going to start standing up and actually be there for us? Okay, so President Trump, um, I can say yay, nay, whatever. President is going to say what the president is going to do. It's up to- Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That makes me so angry. I can say yay, I can say nay, he's just going to do what he's going to do, so why bother objecting? Just let the fat boy run wild. That's what she's saying. Mm. She's saying... Yeah, it was very dismissive. Yeah, she, yeah, she's just saying, well, you know, I, you know, who cares about this little old woman says? He's the man who's in charge of me, so let him say what he wants. That's what I got yeah, out of that. Yeah, United States Senator, who was potentially going to be a juror yeah. in a potential trial, dismisses herself. I mean that that that's 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 yeah. rich. She she she's that's one weird. of the most powerful people in government right. today. And saying, Well, right. I can say yay or I can say nay, but he's just gonna do what he's gonna do. Well, that's if you're one bullshit. of twenty of your party that says yay. He's out. Yeah. So, no, he's not going to do what he's going to do if you take a stand. In fact, that's what the questioner's whole question was about. And there's more of this clip. I paused it because she made me so goddamn mad there. Um, uh, But, Michelle, this Amy Haskins, she's, she's she's taking it too earnest. It was a good one, hon. Yeah. No. Oh. Anyway, uh, well, Miles, did you? No, that's okay, uh, Miles. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mich- Michelle's just stressing. I'm good. I I pro- I applaud this one for standing up to her representative. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, being pissed helps, obviously. Yeah. But anger um, is an energy. It 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 sure is. And uh, when. Your representative is there saying, I could say nay or I could say yay or whatever. At that point, you could just right back into the microphone, just do, just remind her, say something. 
Yeah. As, uh, as she originally pointed out, the silence is what there is enabling Trump. Exactly. And um, and there is more of it. There is more of it. Here's the, the last yeah. half of this clip. To us as members of Congress to continue working um, with our allies, making sure that we remain strong in the face of adversity. I mean, ah. that's what we have to do is continue to encourage those other countries. This is um, good. So that's what we will continue to do. I beg your pardon, but all of our allies, he's pushing aside. He's making fun of them on Twitter. He called well, them. And, ma'am. And then we end up with, oh, we love people from North Korea or we love Russia. But where, I mean, I understand it's a non answer answer, and I understand. I get it. I know what you're saying. But I can't speak for point, him. I'll just say that I can't speak for him. I know you can't speak for him, but you can speak for yourself. And I do. And and I have said this Bullshit. time and time again. North Korea, not our friend. Russia, not our friend. Oh. I have made that very, very clear, and the president knows where I stand on those issues. What about whistleblower? And I've already said that, too. Um, whistleblowers should be protected. I stand with Chuck Grassley on this. Um, we have laws in place. Again, Laws need to be enforced. I understand, but we're not hearing it from our... That's because our media is not covering those issues. But you have to say it for our media to cover it. Oh! Yes, whistleblowers should be protected. Yes! Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, whistleblowers should be protected. Please let folks out there know. And our president shouldn't be threatening them, and he also should not be encouraging other countries to investigate his political rivals. I would say to that, corruption, no matter where it is, should be ferreted out. Oh, fuck oh, you on that see. last point. But Amy Haskin, wh- where did you go? Where did you learn that kind of fighting style? Because I think I know. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. A little Rex Quando action there from Amy Haskin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. The media is not reporting it. Well, you need to say it to the media. Oh, my God. Joni Ernst, that she's the ball-chopping worst. And then she fell right back into the uh, Republican muck. And we have mm-hmm. to root out uh, corruption wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in Ukraine and in China. Yeah. And with the Bidens. All she had was yeah, talking. Yeah, I get the implication. Yeah, I yeah, get it. She- all she had was head nodding and talking points. That's all she had. Mm-hmm. They're so phony. They're so fake. They're so full of shit. Uh, it's it's just an embarrassment to the country. So, but uh, but Michelle, I saw you you did react a little bit to Amy Haskins questioning there. I mean, that is a level headed individual who's going in there that can just keep outwitting her every step. I, 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 I have I have a good idea. Why don't we replace replace Amy with the Oh replace Joni with Amy Haskins? I, I yeah. you know, yeah. great replace idea. Joni great Joni with Amy. There, there we go. Amen. That one's better. Amen. Yeah, yeah. The, well, I don't know if she Amy, ever worked at least at least she'll t- say the truth. Yes. <laughs> she'll stick up for herself. True, true. Not pretending, but, oh I'm just a poor little woman. I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm not sure if Amy Haskins ever worked on the Hardy's Biscuit line or castrated hogs, so may, she might not be qualified. I'm being very sarcastic, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Johnny should have had the uh, extra large uh, bags on her 
feet because oh she yeah, the bread, the, the bread bags. Yeah, I'm extra. Outside for boobs. That makes a lot of sense. Somebody suggested <laughs> she had a bread bag over her head. Uh, so <laughs> I um, it, well, and since it's Halloween uh, month, we'll play bread a, bags. Yeah, so <laughs> bread bags. <laughs> That's a creepy one. Bread bags. <laughs> I love that. So any of that, that was my favorite bit of audio from the week uh, right there. Amy Haskins, once again, amen to you uh, for standing up. Amen. Joni Ernst is just such a a garbage person. And you know, she's the same age as me. I had no idea. She's the same age as me. It's so weird to find out that these people are like, you know, like Ted Cruz, same age as me. Joni Ernst, same age. Oh, it's so annoying. Why? I mean, what 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 happened to you in your childhood that made you so fucked up and wrong? She really? got bit by a hog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a were hog, and it turned her into a biscuit. Yeah. Bread bags. Yeah. So <laughs> one of those animal farm hogs. Yeah. <laughs> Try to castrate me, I won't. Biscuit. Take that. Um, do I have the the Hardy's? Uh, uh, oh yeah, I do have the Hardy's biscuit line. Uh, yeah, I work the morning biscuit line at Hardy's. Reckon you can make me some biscuits. Now with our famous hot gravy. God guns grits and gravy. Mustard's good on them to me. <laughs> I heard that's something I made a long time ago. <laughs> Mustard's good well, on them to me. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> yeah, you I could have done that. I could. <clears throat> oh, I got to clear my throat a little bit. I could have done that voice for name calling. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's not too good. It's not too good. Uh, so, anyway, all right. Well, uh, Miles, uh, any thoughts on Amy Haskins there before we uh, go to break? Nailed it. She did well. She this is it. true. This is true. Good on, Good on her. I have a quote from, uh, actually, I'm sorry, I do have one more clip from uh, Joni Ernst after that. Uh, uh, Here you go. It's too much. Yeah, so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Kidding. Of course. So, uh, all right. Well, Michelle, uh, I'll tell you what. uh, Would you like to pick a song uh, to hear from the Hairwolf catalog before we uh, go to the break? Yeah, how about Dracula's Magic Ring of Power? Oh, we hear we actually heard that for the first break. Did we? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have very bad short-term memory sometimes. It's okay. Um, role-playing master. Okay, let's do that. Uh, role-playing master. The polyhedron cancer. Oh, do you want to hear the demo? I have the demo yeah. version. Yeah. It's been a while since we're. It's short, but uh, we'll play that. All right, but we'll do that. We have one Mad Lib queued up. Man, it was tough doing the Mad Lib tonight because it was like there was only like three nouns and two adjectives or one adjective. Uh, so I had like the chat room uh, help me out with all kinds of stuff. But I still, there's still more for everybody to fill in. I have a special story for you too. It's a story about a child on a car. I didn't share this with anybody, but uh, it's it's about a 19, 1993 Plymouth Laser. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll, we'll, we're going to go to the break. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that and any other stories anybody else wants to discuss. 
Um, and uh, Joe, you you haven't heard the story I'm talking about, have you? Don't Google it, please. Don't Google it. Oh, I won't. So, I won't. I promise. So, Plymouth Laser. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. when's the last time you heard somebody mention a fucking '93 Plymouth Laser? <laughs> <laughs> Not recently. Uh, I I don't think I, I've ever heard anybody mention one. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to the break. I gotta find one more uh, turn up the night Halloween drop. Uh, and let me see. Uh, turn up the night. Yeah, Halloween three. There we. Uh, oh, I oh maybe it's four. Oh, Halloween three, as in the movie that Michelle hates. That's what it is. So anyway, we're gonna go to the break. We'll be right. Huh. Do you have the Dr. Fives trailer? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I can play that, too. Yeah, you got it. All right, so, cool. yeah, uh, we'll do role-playing master, Dr. Fives, uh, right after this. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to at least... We have used interruption. We're having technical problems. Please stand by. It's time. It's time. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Dark masks, gather round your TV set. Put on your mask. Watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third commercial, it's still on, please. Take off the third channel, the third channel, it's still running. Stop it, please, for God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to, please, stop it, stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
two or three or nine. Who's this? Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to meet a dear friend. Nine killed you. Nine shall die. Your wife no fives. But you I will kill. But you can't, Doctor. I am already dead. Here, how are we going to get him off this? You take his head and I'll take his feet. Let's unscrew him. Dr. Vibes, who samples the finer things of life in his own inimitable way. Burgers, boils, bats. Frogs? Frogs, yes. And because of blood. This man's name is Adam Hebert. He lived in Chicago, Illinois. He now resides at the State Mental Hospital. We are saddened to tell you that this tragic condition was brought on when Mr. Hebert attended the world premiere of our triple Nightmare of Horror program, Indie Media Weekly. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Port St. Lucie twice. And uh, I'm not sure. Has anybody heard from Adam? I, I don't know if... Uh, I haven't looked on uh, Facebook to see if he's available yet. Oh, he says he's free. There it is. He, he's free. So, 
we'll go ahead and add him in. Uh, and whilst I oh I do that, I should mention that uh, tonight, right at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern, uh, our good friend cousin Curtis and the crew from First Table Gaming. Episode seven of the Loon. Can you imagine? Listen, we're we're like uh, at a month and a half now of running the Lunatic Parade on uh, Indie Media Weekly, and uh, the uh, uh, episode seven is tonight, and that is uh, the theme of the show is um, Swamp Thing. I'm assuming they're talking about Swamp Thing, the the DC series, or or maybe just swamp thing from the from the comics or the movie pardon me i got the hiccups there and um character evolution as well which should be very fun and uh so yeah it's uh uh bob stormy and trent uh so so it doesn't look like uh curtis is on that one but hey it's it's a great group of folks and first table gaming love it check out firsttablegaming.com and you can find the links to all of their downloadable podcasts. And Curtis writes a lot of different articles. Um, uh, and uh, they, they talk food. They talk gaming. Uh, you know, Well, food for gaming. And I think he did a goulash recipe recently, which is kind of fun. Geek Eats, episode one, Geek Eats. And uh, Adam Hebert and a cricket seem to be there. So, hi, Adam. Yeah, I, it's a nice night out, so I'm sitting outside. Oh, okay. So there you go. Adam Hebert, everybody, Mike Check Radio. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you are very welcome. Thank you for having me, and I'm glad I was able to make it to the clam bake. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the clam bake. <laughs> clam bake's next uh, week from tomorrow. I'll tell you what I'm doing tomorrow, though, is pretty exciting. I'm going out to see Kenny Pick Sr., and he uh, and my and Susan and I are going to a sp- the the Rogers sale, which is normally only on Friday, went like Wednesdays and Fridays. It's like Ohio's largest open air flea market, and uh, but they they they're experimenting with doing different like Saturdays for the Rogers sale, and so we're going down super early in the morning to meet up with Dad, and then going to the Rogers sale. So, um. Yeah, wish me luck. Hopefully, That's I find some good stuff. Good luck. That sounds like a lot of fun, and you know, I'm glad you're able to spend time with Ken Ken, Ken Pick Senior. Yeah, it's been a while since we we've hung out, so uh, it'll be fun. So, looking forward to hanging out with you, Dad. It'll be good. And uh, Joe, you want me to be on the lookout for any carousel horses for you or anything like that? I'm all stacked up. Okay, <laughs> I'll find you a clown for your garage. There, you are, or a car. Well, maybe a clown car. Another one, Joe? Yeah, well, we collect them. We collect them. It's like a fleet. <laughs> okay. It's a clown fleet. Speaking of cars, I got a story that I want to talk about, about a, uh, a, a, a 1993 Plymouth Laser. <laughs> That's old. That's an old one. All right. This is, is a, this is a, this is, this story is horrible. But it does have a nugget of humor to it. Largely revolving around the uh, 1993 Plymouth Laser. I, I, I'm going to, first, before I read the story, Miles, what would you 
give someone in exchange for a 1993 Plymouth Laser? Hmm. 1993 vehicle. Ah, 2K. Oh, no. I Well, you, you know, either cash or trade, too. You could uh, trade an oh. object or, or whatever. Oh, uh, uh, oh, trade? For sure, sure. I mean, what, what are we talking? A 93 laser. Plymouth laser. Uh, uh, um, uh, I'm gonna go with a, um, <laughs> 19, um, 85, uh, station wagon. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Michelle, what, what would you trade? Doesn't have to be a car. Doesn't have to be money. What, what would you give for a 93 Plymouth laser? A mule, 13 chickens and a used toilet. Oh, see, I like that. <laughs> oh, Michelle's earning all, all the all the comedy uh, awards tonight. There you go. Um, and a used toilet. I like the used toilet. Uh, Joe, what, what do you think you would you would trade for a uh, '93 Plymouth Laser? A bear pelt. Oh, okay. Wow. Now that you're rocking it old school with that. So yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. All right. And, and Adam Hebert, what, what, what item would you put up for bid for a 93 Plymouth laser? 93 Plymouth laser. Uh, let's yeah, see yeah. here. Um, a pound of dryer lint, a okay. busted chair and five toenail clippings. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me just go ahead and read the story for you, though. That That's good, though. That's good, Adam. I appreciate that. Here we go from uh, Alberto uh, uh, Luperon. I don't know how to say his last name. From Law and Crime. Headline, biological mother exchanged baby in return for a 1993 Plymouth laser, cops say. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> what, did they do a sting? <laughs> Well, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out here. Three people in I, North I Carolina. Ca- huh? huh? I'm afraid the babies I are the channel the rain, so. Oh, no, that, that's fine, that, Michelle. We appreciate that. Uh, bring the estrogen to the program. Um, <laughs> and, uh, M- Adam, what were you saying? I was going to say, what? Did the, the cops pull a sting and tell her, ma'am, babies aren't negotiable currency in this county? Well, I'll let you know how it it, it was all sussed out. Uh, there's a bit of sadness to this story, though. Um, but uh, but yeah, the uh, here. Let me. I'll put the link in the chat room. Some of our chat room people already knew what this story was about. So spoilers. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Zelda, thanks for ruining the story in the chat room. So. <laughs> Says, uh, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, three people in North Carolina have been charged after a two-year-old child was allegedly exchanged for a car. Mother, mother Alice Leanne Todd, forty-five, too old to be having kids. Tina Marie uh, Chavez, forty-seven, and Vincenio Mendoza Romero, fifty-three, were charged with the unlawful sale, surrender, or purchase of a minor. Detectives with the Thomasville Police Department started their investigation on July 23rd, according to a news release obtained by Law and Crime. 
Medical staff had been presented with a two-year-old child with bruising. This is the sad part. Uh, So they contacted both law enforcement and child protective services, cops say. This is where Chavis came into the story. She brought the toddler to the hospital and said uh, she was the mother, officials say. The defendant then insisted on having adopted the child, but didn't bring forward any records proving it, cops said. The two-year-old was put uh, was put with a relative. Um, wow, this is poorly written. The two-year-old was put with a relative. Investigators later located the child's biological mother, Alice Leanne Todd. She's a she. Her mugshot. Uh, wow, she looks nice, um, and <laughs> she looks like a good person. And uh, let me see. Uh, so yeah, and it says um, here we go. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they, they yeah they determined that she gave Chavis and Chavis's husband Romero the baby last year. In return, they gave her a vehicle. The car was a 1993 Plymouth Laser. Thomas uh, Thomasville Police Captain Brad Saints Bur- or Saint Singh told Law and Crime. Todd's attorney of record did not immediately respond to Law and Crime, uh, uh, Law and Crime's request for comment. Oh my God, this article is so badly written. It says Thomas's attorney of record did not immediately respond to a Law and Crime request for comment. Okay, there we go. Uh, records name no attorneys as present for Chavis or Romero. Court hearing is scheduled for each defendant on October twenty first. They were locked up on the Davidson County Jail on Wednesday in lieu of a $50,000 secured bond. So, yeah, um, they uh, they traded a kid for a 1993 Plymouth Laser. Wow. Yeah. You would think a baby, a, mint ba- a baby in mint condition would at least be worth, you know, a 98 chevy or something or at least something more classic like a delorean or something come on at least or it wasn't S- a dodge dart oh god or a charger <laughs> what if it was like a, a pinto <laughs> what if it was, was a, what this again uh, north carolina i'm surprised it wasn't oh, in this, florida i was about to say yeah. this, is, this is florida woman written all over it for i'm surprised you know i mean but yeah i mean you it, it could be wor- worse would be like a ford focus or something like that or fiesta oh my god what if it was a what if it was a bobcat <laughs> in, in florida it's worse adam they trade their children for uh crack so yeah. at least they did in the 80s so there you go but hey at least they got a laser out of the deal I would have wanted wow. at least a shark good with a freaking laser. laser beam on its head. So it's a, a real laser. laser, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, w- I want, I want a a death laser that I built for peaceful purposes. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go, folks. Uh, your connection is not so good, Hebert. Uh, but uh, we'll let me uh, make sure I'm not on Wi-Fi. Okay, do what you have to do. A, it, it, it's it's I'm time. It's time. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad, libs. Oh God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. 
we're gonna go since Joe, uh, we're, we're gonna start with you since you missed out on okay. last Tuesday. I need something alive, plural. Something alive, plural. Yeah. Um. Bed bugs. Oh God. Mm. All right, uh, Michelle, a type of icky food. Broccoli. <laughs> Sorry, I read it in context. Um, <laughs> Miles, uh, uh, a type of liquid. Oh, gosh. Let's go with... Um... um Lumpy puke. <laughs> I dig it. Adam, a, a male conservative. Oh. Uh, male conservative. Uh, who's pissed me off recently? Uh, Sean Hannity. Sh uh, John Hannity? Sean. John Hannity? <laughs> okay, now you're just yanking my chain. You didn't you didn't see uh Giuliani call him John the other day? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yep, yep. Alright. Joe, type of food, plural. Uh, muffins. Alright. Michelle, a verb ending in ING. I know you don't let me down. Pissing. <laughs> Miles, an exclamation. <laughs> um Gadzooks. Gadzooks it is. Alright. Um Adam, a part of the body. Um, I'm guessing penis has been taken. Yeah. Um everybody everybody takes uh, penis. Don't say penis in this house. Yep. Um let's go with uh pelvis. Alright, pelvis it is. And Joe, last but not least, a female conservative. A female conservative. Um, Martha McCallum. Oh, wow. It's kind of a deep yeah. cut there. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a deep cut. It is. All right, here we go, everybody. Since it is Halloween, I found a Halloween-ish type uh, uh, Mad Con, a.k.a. Mad Lib, for us. And this one comes to the book that Francie gave me, Best of Mad Libs, 50 Years of Mad Libs. And this one's called The Blob. Ooh. The Blob... So it's, about, it's a biography about Rush Limbaugh. Yes. Uh, the Blob is one of those movies... Hollywood bedbugs keep remaking every few years. <laughs> the main character is a huge tangerine lump of pulsating broccoli. <laughs> that, 
that wants to become the first stupid mayor of the city, Falmouth, Massachusetts. It was created by a scientist, played by Sean Hannity. Oh, you know he's acting if he's playing a scientist. (laughs) The scientist accidentally dropped some lumpy puke into a dish full of muffins. Ah. Insult to those poor muffins. The food immediately started pissing and eventually grew to be the size of a penis. Don't say penis in this house! (laughs) The blob eats up the scientist and his favorite purple raccoon and begins to roll leisurely down the street. When people say it, they say, Gadzooks! But... But the blob just opens its pelvis and swallows them along with all along with any kittens that are in the neighborhood. Oh. Don't oh. swallow kittens with your pelvis, the blob. <laughs> Finally, it gets to the power company where the heroine, played by Martha McCallum, manages to kill it with 100,000 phones. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, great plot! So that's a that's a it'll go it'll go good on a double bill with um uh, uh apocalypse cow. Yeah, that was a that was a cool story we just heard. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? No, we don't. We don't. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, there we go. Thank you guys. Good Mad Lib. Let's do parting shots right now. Uh, Adam, uh, sorry, uh, you couldn't be with us, uh, longer, but you'll be with us, uh, possibly next Friday. Uh, and of course, Mike check radio this Sunday, seven to 10. I think I should be able to yep. do all three hours. We'll see. Excellent. Uh, well, of course, Mike check radio seven to 10 PM Eastern Sunday. I'll also be doing my weekly chrono trigger stream starting at two thirty Eastern. Um, Unless I'm supposed to Tim Cormel. I better double check on that. You should. <laughs> um, well, Tim and, Tim shows uh, over at over at two ish usually. Well yeah, yeah, but I still need to make sure I'm not supposed to show get up, you know, yeah, that I I just yeah, need to make yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I got you, I got you, I got you. Go ahead. Uh but no, I, I, I you know it was fun. Thanks for having me as usual. And uh I, I can't wait to hear the rest of the show and see what you guys uh talk about. Oops. We and just talked about I, this. I will, I will we just to... talked about Andy Herbert all night. <laughs> I'll try and get these crickets to shut the hell up. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> all right. Uh, there, there are people in the parking lot, so I don't want to actually scream, or they'll think I'm crazier than I am. Yeah, there you go. All right, Michelle, what's your parting shot? Um, not much. Um, I am hoping to still finish my submission for our. Halloween writing contest. It has been extended the deadline till I think it's Tuesday. Yes. So yes. if you still have an idea for your Halloween story, please submit it via the website. There's information on the website as how to take care of everything. Um, I recovered mine from my uh, hard drive crash, and oh, if nice. I have enough creative juice in my head, I will finish it up and send it off. There we go. Yeah. I got to finish mine too. That's part of my uh, uh, Sunday Monday duties. Um, 
And uh, Miles, Miles, you're done with done with yours, aren't you? Yeah, I've already submitted it. Yep, he submitted. Nice. I can confirm. Confirmed. All right, Miles, what's your parting yeah. shot, sir? Uh, let's see. Well, turning 52 on Monday, and I would just like to give a friendly, you know, PSA to everyone. Stop aging. It's not worth it. It yeah. just makes things hurt more, ache more. It don't do it. Fight, fight, growing old every step of the way. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's nonsense. Make a philosopher's make a philosopher's stone if you have to. There you go. Yes. So. All right. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania. You might, I don't know, you might want to try and get in and write, uh, what's what's the, how many uh, words is the story, the short story, Adam, for the contest? The, ma- there is, the maximum is 2,500. I, 20, I set a minimum. Okay, so no minimum up to 2,500 uh, words if you want to write a short uh, Halloween I, I story. I was trying to get an Uber and I haven't got one yet. Uh, I'm going to have to go. Someone's asking me a question. All right. See you later, buddy. Bye. Bye. I've been. Uh, hold on. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't. What? Live radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yes. Joe, yes. if if it, the, the extended it deadline for for a Halloween theme, it could be a clown car, uh, a, a, a lost clown car for Halloween. If you want to submit it. Um, a phantom yeah. clown car, huh? A phantom yeah, clown. Oh go. my God! Look, you already got the idea there. So. Um, so if you want to, and the big, the big prize is, uh, the, the story is read by Brit Wolf, who has a great voice, by the way, he's a, um, uh, a streaming gamer, really cool guy. Um, what, what, what's the, uh, professional narrator, professional narrator, voice artist, all that. But yeah, the big, big prize is, uh, whoever wins the contest gets their story read by Brit Wolf. So. If you want to try and read, a, uh, write a quick short story, uh, Halloween themed. Um, there's. A, did somebody put the the link for submissions in the chat? I don't. We'll send. We'll send. We'll send it to you, Joe. I'll send it to you, Joe. Okay. Um, okay. If you're interested, but other than that, what's your parting shot tonight, Joe? Well, there's maggots in your pizza sauce and other avoidable defects. Did you God, know that? God damn it! Oh. Yeah, I, I, I read this this morning as I was eating breakfast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, lovely. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, bugs, rodent hair, and poop are all legal ingredients in the food you eat every day. Yeah. Did you know that? Mm. Right? Yeah, but it's a very minimum amount. God right? damn it. Well, let's see. Enough. I don't know. Let's see. Uh Coffee beans are allowed to have anywhere from 4 to 6% of the beans can have insect, infested, and moldy. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! Um, let's see. Uh, for every Coffee beans? Th- yes. For every 100 okay. grams of peanut butter, you're allowed five whole insects. Shut up! <clears throat> well, that's just extra protein. Apple butter can <laughs> contain up to 12% mold. No, sir, I don't like it. Twelve percent? Uh yes, twelve percent. Uh if you like mid afternoon snacks, golden raisins are allowed to contain thirty-five fruit fly eggs. Thank God for Fox News. Uh, what? And if you like cocktails, Bloody Marys can contain up to four maggots. God bless the United States. 
and 20 uh, more well, fruit fly eggs. Tip top. That tells you why I don't drink Bloody Marys. <laughs> and just to top it off, if you're going to have spaghetti for dinner, there can be 450 insect parts and nine rodent hairs in every 16-ounce bag. Oh, my God. And if you're I'm thinking low. of adding mushrooms to your spaghetti sauce, every four-ounce <laughs> can averages 20 or more maggots of any size. That's why I go fresh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for not listing whatever it is they are allowing uh, key lime pie. Well, <laughs> let me tell you about fresh oh. mushrooms. Let me tell you about pines. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Bon appetit. <laughs> Get out of my house! So... <laughs> Uh, let me see. No, no, cat. Will you be dining on any, any of that tonight? <laughs> oh, you don't want to know what's put in Frisky's gushy food. So, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, cat could be contributing to what we're eating, according no, to no, this. No, 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 no. Could be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now with our famous hot gravy. Oh, man. That's why I get my noodles from Australia. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> bon appetit. Now you bon appetit, everybody. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, my parting shot for tonight is uh, thank you, uh, Miles and Michelle. Uh, thank you so much gratitude uh, to, to you guys for being available as you are for helping out and filling in when Rain and Joe need to take off time. Of course, I'm looking forward to talking some nerd stuff with you guys on Sunday as well and having you back next Friday. And um, uh, also, in Miles, I hope you have a wonderful fantastical birthday on monday uh i'm putting together a package for you guys that should arrive before your anniversary so uh that will be fun and um uh yeah i got a whole uh, chaos army of miniatures for you miles so Ooh, warhammer okay. warhammer um, uh, right, right. chaos knights or whatever the hell they're called uh but yeah so that and some other fun stuff but uh, yeah, uh, but other than other than that, uh, w- with all that's going on in the world right now, um, you know, take care of yourself, take care of other people around you, do something creative. Um, don't let the bastards tear you down because you're better than them. And even though they might have a bigger voice than you, the most important voice you in your world should be your own and the people around you because. They just have the megaphone, but you have the heart and you have the soul. They might be screaming at you, but you know who you are, and you're better than all that. And you can rise above by doing something smart, simple, caring, and compassionate. And and that's really it. You know, block all this shit out when you can. And just do something great. And you know you all do that already. You all do that already. There are there are times when you're like, oh shit, I haven't thought about Trump in five hours. You know? <laughs> Try and make it six. Then go for seven. Then go for eight. You know? Because eventually, all that will pass. But what's most important is that you won't. And you'll preserve yourself and you'll, you'll help the people around you. And um, we're all going to be okay. I swear. So, anyway, that's all I got. Uh, Peace out, everybody. We love you all. We'll see you next Tuesday. 
That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> now with our famous hot gravy. Oh, no, no.